Check one, check one. I say welcome back. You might not have been here before. Welcome to uh, Solid 7 Podcast. Hello. We are a better than average podcast. But just barely. Just barely. Better than average podcast, just barely. Now, we are not a podcast about nothing, but neither are we a podcast about any one thing. Uh, we get together each week, and we're going to talk about whatever's going on in the world that interests us, and we invite you to join us. Come aboard. Toot, toot. So, I'm Kale. Across from me, my good buddy, Josh. Hello. How's it going, buddy? It's all right, man. It's all right. I had to drive a long, long road. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I just want to complain, let you know, because I do come late on purpose. Well, today was an accident. I did try to be on time today, but then, you know, like house duties and I was cleaning. Mm-hmm. And just so mm-hmm. busy. So mm-hmm. really, Sounds like you need. I feel uh, like I should pipe in, but I've been chastised. Oh, so for just, the love. <laughs> I'll just sit here and be quiet. <laughs> so there goes our big reveal for the evening. Well, like, I, who, who's to say? I mean. <laughs> it's really messing with people. So, um, hey, well, it sounds like you need better defined roles in your marriage and your household, first of all. Also, what would Jocko say? You've um, strolling in here late. Well, I, I did, was productive the whole time. I was home, so it wasn't like, I mean, I could have made, I don't care. To keep going with this. Well, so this is a little bit of role reversal because I was, I've been texting you all day. I've been super stoked to record tonight. I've been mm-hmm. very excited about recording day. And now you're all ho-hum. You're negative, not negative not Nancy over there. Sto- I'm not not stoked. I'm just like, yeah, this, this is good. You're, you're not you con- just need some discipline. You're not conveying. Some discipline go. <laughs> He's just dying to be on the podcast so bad. I know. Um, hey, the podcast is going good. Speaking of the podcast... We have so last week our big thing was we were really excited because we were almost to 200 listens. We were at 199 before we hit the red button. Yeah, and we actually we cleared 200 essentially while we were recording. I think we figured it out while we were on while we were doing our Patreon audio. Mm-hmm. Um, this week we're like we've jumped right over the 300 mm-hmm. hurdle going into this week. So right. been really cool. Thank you guys so much for for listening, continuing to listen, uh, subscribing, sharing, rating, reviewing. Somebody, somebody. Did give us a four star review. Wow! Uh, like, why? Why even spend the time rating if it's not going to be five stars? No, four four is good. We say we're slightly better than average. So technically, it wasn't we three stars. Yeah, we should have gotten a three and a half at least. It wasn't. Yeah. So, but now our our iTunes rating is four point nine. Those are rookie numbers. We got to get those numbers up. All right. So hop so, on right now if you're on Apple yeah. Podcast. Hit that five star. <laughs> no, we we'd really appreciate. It. Now we did not. We so we're gaining listens quicker, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. We did not. As Is I it sus- just you with your HomePod on repeat? No, it was enough of them that it was not just like me and our wives. Oh, okay. I'm confident wow. in that. Yeah. Well, I don't think it counts repeat plays from the same. Well, Kieran, I listened to it at the same time, so I doubt she went back. And you to it are again. the worst. We were driving, so we all listened to it together with the in-laws, BT Dubs. So, yeah, you guys stood us up. We were supposed we to did. do dinner with Josh and his in-laws this yeah, weekend. They, we just they had a, it was a pretty busy weekend. We were at, in the sun. We were like, yeah. oh, we, we just need a chill. We need a chill day. They yeah. also were pretty still like kind of annoyed with their flight being canceled and yada, yada, yada. But they listened with you? They listened, yes. They what did they think? The whole thing. Her dad uh, was actually really vibing on it. He loved the, uh, the our conversation and he loved our banter. Yeah. Uh, That's nice. I love Michael. I'm much more interested in Riho's opinion, whose name I definitely know. Uh, she laughed when you got it wrong on that last week's episode. Uh, and then she thought it was very sweet of how you were talking about them in such a nice light. I am a fan. Now I do want to redeem myself slightly. Okay. Yeah. No, what I said was not her name. No, it was, but it was also not just some made up Asian sounding name. Mm hmm. 
that name was in my head for a reason, and it's because uh, there's a lovely lady who uh, works uh, where I'm employed. Who that's that's her name. That's why it was stuck in my head. That's a but they look story. they look similar. That's a great story. Not really. Anyway, so podcast plays are great. Now, obviously, we me more than you. Josh is like, do you just watch for plays all day long? No, I, I work for a sure living, but I definitely do. check it more often than Josh. And I have, I've done, I've dug into the analytics. Mm-hmm. And what's been really interesting is, of course, we we had our good buddy Michael Williams on. Yes. Uh, episode three. And the listens from episode three have actually surpassed the listens from episode two. Nature. Despite episode two being older. And I think what the listeners are clearly communicating to us there is that they really like it when we have guests named Mike on. Hmm. And so while while I'm sure that you'll all be shocked at this point to hear me tell you that we have yet another guest for you this evening. Because you only saw it in the title when you clicked this episode. Yeah. And there's probably notes. And I've not heeded the warning that I should not talk. So here I am talking again. <laughs> but the, the, dulcet, the dulcet tones that you hear in your ears right now uh, are my good friend Mike, last name redacted. Yes. This is not Michael Williams. This is yet another this Mike. This is a different Mike. Are we calling you Mike or Michael? Y- you know what? As long as it's not you know something bad, you call me whatever you like. Okay. All right. Cool. cool, 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 cool Mike, cool, Mikey. Cool, cool, cool. So Michael, cool. we, we teased you coming on the podcast. You, you know, it's funny, actually. I'd like to comment on that because I was... When uh, when you'd first reached out to me, I was like, oh, man, I, I, I do, but you don't exactly live close. And Tell me you, about it. I know, right? Um, and, and let's be honest. We're recording right now. It's 937. I'm usually in bed reading at this time. Yeah, I'm about to go to sleep. So I'm totally an old man. So when you'd <laughs> reached out to me, I'm like, ah, gosh, I don't know. What I, I do, but I don't. And then uh, I listened to your podcast and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this guy said such nice things about me. No, he called you. Well, like, I'm very intrigued because you hyped him up huge last week. You called him Captain America. Ah, uh, yes, but Steve Rogers, Captain America. Oh, or John Walker. John Captain Walker America. can go into the trash can. I, I was yes. say, I discussed that with you. If literally uh, anyone was watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier, dude, it's so boring. <laughs> yeah, it's not. I good. still haven't watched it. I'm, so, I'm a fan, but so like, I, not I, of the show, but I, yeah. I dare say uh, you live up to the hype. I'll say him making the drive. I now. To to my great shame, I thought for sure you would want to call in. But being like, no, if we're doing this, I'm going to be there. That's a very, very Mike thing. I'm going to do it. I'm so, going to do it right. 100. Uh, so here you are. And I'm you're glad right. you're here. I'm excited. So Me too. I'm, now, you, this, I've this never is only your met. first or second time. Like, if you met Mike. I've never met him. Yeah. I At least I don't think I have. We've never yeah. had a conversation. You I know we have. Who could, it's okay. <laughs> who could forget meeting? Who could forget meeting you? That's what I'm I know, saying. Right? Like, like, you seriously. said you've, you've we've so, met. I, you're like, uh, from all the listening that I've done on this podcast, you're like my brother from another mother. So, and now you don't even remember that we've met. I'm deeply offended. Now, oh, I will say, father, before we go any farther, gentlemen. <laughs> uh, I say, before we go any farther, let's uh, let's crack some Jocko Goes here. Yes, boys. absolutely. I need some so, discipline. show you how prepared I was. I opened it on the way Josh, here. Josh, in, in fairness, Josh came with his open. Cheers. Mm. We're all drinking different flavors yeah, of Jocko Go. Here, buddy. Yeah. Cheers. Yep. I'm drinking uh, Jocko Palmer today because it's been in my fridge longer than the rest. Yeah. I, I really like the Jocko Palmers. They're this good. is the first I'm time I've had the, the orange, the afterburner orange, yeah. but it is actually very good. I very actually, uh, fun I story, on the off chance that it causes him to listen, I think this is worth, worth a mention. So I think we maybe talked about this when we were doing our free ad for Jocko Go last week, mm-hmm. that the afterburner orange is named for Dave Burke, Correct. Um, very accomplished marine pilot. Mm-hmm. And so before we got started tonight, I tweeted out a little picture of our the little batch of Jocko Go's that I bought us. 
and just said like, hey, podcast prep is done. Like all we need is Jocko Go. It's really not far from the truth. It's really not. And uh, I tagged Dave. I tagged JP and Dave retweeted it with a boom, which is how you know he liked it. So Dave, if the link caused you to listen, uh, where Mike is enjoying his first. I am. After Burner Orange. I am enjoying it greatly. I'm enjoying it because of the ones I've had. It's finally in Wawa. It hasn't yeah. been in Wawa for oh, months, yeah. so yeah. now I can just go pick up an orange. Anytime. Like seriously, the origin make some deals with other gas stations because I love Wawa, yeah. but they're not always the most convenient ones. So no. right, they're always on the left when I'm never track. going. Exactly. I'm, I'm going on the right side. I yeah. don't want to. I hit a racetrack on the way here now because I would prefer them, but because yeah. they were. Convenient. I would prefer Seven Eleven TBH. Totes. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> what are we, Valley Girls? <laughs> <laughs> well, Dope. I'm old. I'm dating myself. Just wait till I make like movie quotes from the 90s like I did earlier before we started recording. Um, but we should even talk about coffee from gas stations. I'd love to talk about that. Oh, I'm an expert at that. I've, uh-huh. I got a Mr. Coffee, so I haven't really gotten coffee anywhere else in a minute. <laughs> well, well you're, then you're not a coffee snob if you have a Mr. Zero percent. I could care less. However, We've got the whole gamut here. Yo, I, don't very much I don't know if our I'm friendships totally can survive the conversation. But So now that we're uh, sufficiently uh, fueled and the brains are firing all, on all cylinder, cylinders. So I've known Mike for, I don't even know how many years now. I'd say easily a decade. We met through I, a mu- I thought about it. We met through a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys met at the police academy. We did. I believe. Um, he has since abandoned us, but you're still here going strong, you know, and, uh, so. we met at a shooting range, which is how all great love stories yes, begin. Absolutely. <laughs> I was about to say and, that uh, was a love story. It was, it was love at first sight. Mm. Um, okay. I'm getting uncomfortable now. People there. Luckily he's on the other side of the table. Things were in slow motion. Really we shared a plate of spaghetti. Um, really uh, a meatball. it was crazy, but, uh, no, I mean, really, really kind of the rest is history, but, um, why I called called you Captain America, and I, I do think you live up to it. Uh, Mike did three combat tours, in, three? all yep. in Iraq. All in Iraq. Yes, I get those confused sometimes, and I don't know why because it's not extra information to remember. I just have to remember the one place. Oh yeah, which, so, you know whatever. Some uh, people that you know that matters to folks. Army, army, yeah. Cav- cavalry, cavalry. Yeah. See, I, I know a scout. I know you things. Know, you know what's up. I know things. All right, no, no, no. Here's the real uh, test. And you, you served for how long? Six years. I mean, wow. still serving, but but six years. Man, three tours in six years. Yeah, two, I, so two and a half years overseas. I am wow. not a man. I am I am small. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, I, I can't comment to that. I'm sure you're you're a stand up guy. Oh, thank you. My wife at least thinks so, and my hey, dog and so. your dog. That's what matters the most, actually. <laughs> also, you're practically a father. We found out I, a little bit talking to Mike beforehand. He's like a legit fan of this show, which Mike is. I, we talked about this la- last week. So, I mean, we're getting into some actual interesting facts about Mike. So this is probably the least interesting thing. But Mike was our very first Patreon supporter. So I am a big fan of supporting my friend's endeavors. And Kale can comment on this. Kurt, I don't know if that's the same patch that you're wearing on your hat there. It, but, it, uh, it is. Yes. Yeah, I was going to get there. This is like showing, like drive, making the drive out here for the podcast at the night when you and I both... Uh, should be asleep. This is where this is where the dogs kids thing part ways. Like, yes. oh, okay, may, maybe you can compare some stories about your dog to kids, uh, but you get to sleep, don't you? Don't you? <laughs> um, so we should both be in bed, but instead we do this for you, the listener, for the listener. Um, Absolutely. But, uh, I've gotten feedback that I need to continue comparing my dog to your children. I actually agree. I, I, yes, from, yes, I mean, you, you have. You, you can beat it to death sometimes, but for the yeah. most part, <laughs> like I said with the buttons and whatnot, I have, love it when you push his button. Have oh, you, have you gotten that from anyone who isn't a childless millennial? 
No, you have not. There it is. There it is. You just heard it from me. That silence is the answer. Right there. Yeah, but you're just you're just trolling. Mike is simultaneously <laughs> the best friend you could want in a person, uh, and oh, a, I, I and a supreme troll. Yes, yes, he will. I he will, will find your weakness, and he will rub it raw. So six, six years in the army. Six years. Uh, in the came army. out as a sergeant. Staff sergeant. Staff sergeant. Look Recognize at you. Dope. That's an E. What. Six. Nice. Look at you. Um, Decided that wasn't enough service? Yeah. So, well, when I got out, I got out for the best of reasons. Ironically enough, I don't even know if you knew this story, but I actually got out to be a youth pastor and it did not work out. You know, being a combat veteran with multiple tours and whatnot, hearing about dating drama from a 16-year-old wasn't <laughs> wasn't cutting it for me. How many kids were in your ministry? Oh, not not many, like a dozen. It was a small church. Oh, okay. Um. But and it, and it wasn't paid either, so I would have needed a job anyway. Gotcha. Uh, so yeah, I had a job for like three days uh, as a general manager in training for a pest control company. Nice. And I'm like, nah, I I, nope. I need a job that actually makes a difference. <laughs> nope. And uh, yeah. got a law enforcement job. Now I feel like I should know that. Of course, I do know this. I remember, but for the sake of the listeners in the podcast, was the army always the plan? Like, was it what you wanted to do? Uh, yeah, no, not really. Yeah, I was actually in college and dropped out. So. I graduated from high school in 2002. So my at the beginning of my senior year was 9/11. Yeah. And I remember being in a classroom and turning the television, you know, everybody's got that like challenger moment. 9/11 yeah. was the one for our generation. Right. And uh yeah, so I saw the the planes hit the buildings and I I wanted to enlist right then and there. So I you, wanted to go I mean, fight. Yeah, you enlisted knowing you were going to war. Yeah. Actually and what's funny is uh I wanted to very much so and my dad talked me out of it convinced me to go to college. So I was uh, enrolled in uh, Valencia. Oh, yeah. I guess that kind of gave away a little bit area, but uh, Valencia College. Yeah. And, and they all know. It's a better place to start. Yeah. 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 So they say. No, yeah. What's no, funny, everybody knows, I think everybody knows we're in Central oh, Florida at this point. That. Um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I was there and yeah. then I, we were, I did, wasn't digging it. And then we declared war in Iraq and I'm like, that's it. Same day we declared war in Iraq. Wow. I that's in the awesome. Army. What was your MOS? I was a scout. Nice. Yeah, 19 Delta. I mean, I know what MOS is, but for the listeners. Military Occupational Specialty. So here's how this goes down. If I say something that Josh doesn't know about, then he does that gag. But oh, then if I yes. explain something I think the listener won't know about, then he mocks me for explaining it. This is my life. Well, to be fair, your explanation of inflation last week was a little drawn out. <laughs> I'm in Josh's corner on this. I actually told him this when you were away from the table. I, I feel like, and this was the reference to you being the brother from another mother, Right. in every single topic you guys argue about, I'm always on his side. What's up? I should have come for What's Josh. What's up, Kale? <laughs> come at me, boys. Yeah. Come at, I, I, Let's I start with this. Chipotle. Let's start there, please. Oh, for the love. Please. So, so I would love we do, No, we have talked about, no, you will get to answer the Chipotle Mo's question okay, yeah, because yes. we've kind of, there's. we're trying to establish some tradition. We're trying to establish some podcast norms. Yes. Um, the Jocko Go, I think, is a, is a great one. I like the idea of, of cracking open a, a Jocko Go at the beginning of the podcast, but polling on, on Chipotle and Mo's, it'll, it'll come. It'll, it'll come. come. Okay. Um, so six years, three tours. Um, thank God, made it back. Yes. Now, uh, married. I am married, yeah. To a lovely lady. You don't assume anything with me. Was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lovely lady. Uh, now, again. Actually, I, I will comment because she asked me to, and this is totally true. I'm not doing this because she asked me to, but she is awesome. The best spouse ever. And I was thanking her multiple times today for all the things that yeah. she does around the house. I mean, just for our family. So it's awesome. Fair to say, best yeah. spouse you've ever had, really. It, that is a true statement, yeah. but also 
I mean, I'm not going to comment. You, you all, you both have spouses, but yeah. she is the best spouse. My current me. wife is my is my favorite so yeah. far. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's the what's the time frame in your in your deployments and enlistment that you guys got married? Oh gosh, after the first, before the second. Wow. So we hit like our three year anniversary, and we'd actually been together like eight months. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. So I tell her this all the time. We uh, we just celebrated our 16th anniversary not that long ago. Oh, that's awesome. And. Uh, yeah, it, it's a miracle we're actually still together. Because basically, if you look at every statistic, right, first year military, then the combat de- deployments and the, the combat arms MOS, then you got uh, military, or not military, but law enforcement, you know, throwing in a healthy dose of PTSD, occasionally popping up there in the first transitional period. And just about every statistic you could possibly want points towards divorce. And we oh, well, yeah. are a great couple. Yeah. In fact, we got a report on our marriage because we're in the process of adopting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we got a report about that, talking about our, like the strength of our marriage. And it said we were a very healthy and strong marriage. Wow, that's awesome. Look at you. Yeah, Paper, awesome. Paperwork to prove it. I'm telling you. Got a report straight <laughs> so. up. That that's also awesome. I like. Pager. I I'm pretty sure I knew you guys were married before you were out of the service. Uh, yep. But I don't think I knew the time frame. So, yeah. like that, she signed up for that, knowing what she was getting herself into. Well, we were both like just 21, so yeah. you know, we didn't know. And then you're like, we I'm gonna do it one but, more time. Yeah. After the when you went back and went and, after you were married. And yeah. I will say, and this might be a a good uh, like public service um, to say, like there there's some things that if you if you haven't served might not cross your mind might not be the the best questions or the most welcome questions to ask but it's uh, i would say for for most guys that um actually you know did things Gosh, while they were serving so many directions well i'm just saying like hey the have you killed anybody or how many people have you killed i was sitting here debating the whole time am i allowed to ask not a not a <laughs> not a great question no of um, course not and uh, I would say, like, I just, I always follow as a rule, and I don't know where I picked this up, Like, and, and we've been friends for a long time. And well, you actually know the answer to that well, question. And you've, well, and the thing is, you've told me some, I mean, you've told me some, some stories, but, and I don't know if, if, like, this has clicked with you. I've never, a- ever, ever asked for those stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think, you know, I, I've got um, an uncle on, on my mom's side, awesome guy, served in Vietnam. Um, he's never told any of his stories and I don't ask cause I figure if he ever, yeah. ever wants to, and it's, you know, you get the gamut in the military. Everybody thinks if you've been deployed or it's, it's been active duty, yeah. you know, they think it's all the movies they've watched and right, it's, right, right, right. you know, it's this tiny percentage of the population at this point that served. Oh, yeah. It's not like world war two. It's like, it's like 2%, I think of the population. I remember the last time I looked it up, it was like 0.045%. Yeah. But from what that I've served overseas, right. But then oh. from what I've seen, even beyond that is, um, you know, of active duty military members, there it's only like ten percent that are are front lines in combat. Everything yeah, exactly. else is supporting that. Yeah. Um, and I bring all that up to say, so I'm I'm not I'm not even tangentially fishing for stories, but I do think it's worth mentioning. Like, you were in combat. Yeah. You, you are I, not what we'll hear guys refer to as fobbits. No, it's definitely not that. I I mean I I know what a fobbit is, <laughs> but for the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> So, so, so a FOB is a forward operating base, and a, a derogatory, derogatory name for a person who just stays on the base is a FOBIT. Gotcha, a FOBIT. I, or yeah, a that's how I. That's how I, I don't know if you Oh yeah, RIF. Yeah, that's what I would have. RIF. But yeah, I mean, there's you have to Google that you know, one on there, your work computer. There's especially this far in you know we're we're 20 years into our our war in Afghanistan. Yeah. Their sons fighting the same wars that their fathers fought Absolutely. in. Uh, you know, before they were born. Um, but particularly this stage in in these particular conflicts. 
you can have guys that have been on multiple tours, been on full deployments, yeah. but they've spent those entire deployments on bases with Starbucks and McDonald's. Yeah, really? Absolutely. Yeah. That's a, that's a total thing. Well, yeah. so not all those and, and not to I mean, just, even back not, in like 2005, there, there were very developed bases that were very yeah. secure. People didn't wear body armor. They yeah. carried weapons around, but they may have had one magazine on them. Oh, wow. And it, there was, there was Burger Kings there. You know, yeah. actually, I remember if I, I don't know, maybe you can fact check this on this awesome setup you have, uh, <laughs> that the Burger King in uh, the green zone was like the most grossing Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> That's for, amazing. For, uh, for several years. And I want to, I, I want to be clear. And I think Michael back me up on this. I'm not, I'm not trying to downplay those roles. Like everything, everything, everything you. serves. Every, How dare you. Those men serve for their country. Kale. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, what, and that's do, the thing. Kale? Every, everything serves the mission, right? Like, <laughs> If you're not getting, you know, fresh, horrible hey. MREs and ammunition, yeah. like you can't do your Bullets gig. Bullets don't fly without yeah. supply. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's other uh, more colorful sayings, but... Uh, I thought I, this was a clean podcast. It, it I will do my best. I promise I'm just, you that. But the, we won't quote it here, but the, the guys that fly the airborne tankers, their sayings, it's a catchy one. Oh, I don't know that one. So I don't, I, well, I don't know the, that one, and yeah. I don't think the listeners know that one either. I will speak for them. Google it on your work. We're going to leave it at that. We're just going to we're just going <laughs> to let that with that let that hang there. But so like I, I just think it's worth mentioning like you did tours but you you did the tours that everybody is is picturing. Yeah. Um yeah. So some crazy stuff. But got back, yeah. tried out the pest control thing. Didn't work out. Didn't work out. Decided you weren't done surfing and yeah. uh police academy. Yeah. Yeah, very fortunate. Went yeah. through that. I don't I don't know that there's a lot to say about it. I mean, it was just uh you, you know, it's funny. People think like, oh, the police academy is going to be this, this rigorous, rigorous thing that's going to, you know, it's funny. is it's, it's really hard for like a week and then it's very easy and just a mind game, really. I, I did. I don't, want, I don't want to rabbit trail us just yet, but I, I did one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life with, with Mike. We'll talk about it. And well, I'm, which, which one at, of those things at is the, it? At the end of it. We got to be a top I would say the first one. It was harder than the second yeah. one? Yeah. Is the second one still top three? This is really cool. Oh, yeah. I know, yeah, yeah. right? No, we, we'll, need to, we really need to explain We'll talk it. about him. I just <laughs> don't want to get off him being right, a cop right, yet. Right, but right. I'm like, we're at the end of this thing that's like floored me, like destroyed me, right? Yeah. And Mike's like, that was, I mean, that was like one of our training days. <laughs> yeah. So, but law enforcement uh, hired right out of the academy, essentially, yeah. Uh, you know, well, so I was sponsored through the academy. Nice. So I was already hired yeah. uh, by my agency and... They put me through the academy. Yeah, and so, so really a part awesome. of why um, uh, Mike is uh, Mike last name redacted is that you are active duty law enforcement sworn yes. officer right yes. now. Yes. Um, and you know Mike Mike does does things and gosh, that makes it sound so much like, sexier than it actually. Oh, is. it's I mean, it's I, legit secret squirrel yeah. stuff. I mean, I, let's be honest to the for the for the podosphere or whatever this is uh, yeah. I actually sit behind a desk all day but uh, <laughs> you know hey I know otherwise so do you watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine I do not so ah. I don't I you know wherever this dope stuff is coming from I think it's dope but uh, <laughs> it's I, pretty I legit right re- it is totally legit <laughs> Literally uh, legit. Literally legit. It really is. You should watch um, it. It's pr- but it's so pretty. you've been at that agency, uh, I mean, really since before you went to the academy? 2009. And I would call it, now, clearly years. as Mike is telling you that he's a desk jockey, which I know to be untrue. Oh, um, totally true. Now um, at least. But uh, I would describe your tenure there as meteoric and uh, 
Like it's it's part of why I say so. Hey, everything that goes up has to come you, down. You you started. <laughs> <laughs> so um, no, I mean I I think you've you've worked your way rightfully so. I, uh, you know I, I would been say very blessed. We'll say yeah, that. both it, my experience in the military, hardworking, dedicated, a handsome guy. I mean, does his hair, listeners? You can't see this. The dude looks like he walked off the set of of Mad Men. You are you know this he's should well. Be, how do you pronounce that word? You'll know. Well, well, coiffed, quaffed. I, I, I don't know. I, I've, never, a, just, I've a, never used that a, word You're myself. a walking Dapper Dan ad. I'm a Dapper Dan. Well, you're I'm a Dapper Dan, Dan man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, again, yeah. quoting old movies. Where are the good movies nowadays? That's they what don't, I want to They don't exist anymore. Thing. That was an old brother. So, so, that's what, uh, so, so that's what you do. And uh, other than that, just an all-around uh, good guy. I think it's fun to be with him. You did, uh, you did a little time as a SWAT officer. I was on the SWAT team for Which a couple is, of years. That's I, awesome. I, it's, it's actually sad. I It's one of the things that I enjoyed the most about law enforcement. I, I loved it. And I got promoted off the team. And I yeah. was like, oh, man. Yeah. Poop. You kind of, <laughs> uh, I mean, you can give me the old the old head shake here, but you kind of had to, had to make a choice between. Uh, yeah. Right? And that was basically what it was. Yeah. I, I didn't get promoted off the team per se because I was promoted on the team for a little bit. And then they basically said, like, hey, listen, you're gone too much and you got to make a choice. Yeah. And I made the choice that I did, and you know, it sadly didn't include the SWAT team. The, the rest is history. And the rest so is history. So here we sit, and so I think you know I, I mentioned on the previous podcast, but there was a, a really specific reason that I, I felt like made sense to bring yes. Mike on, and I, I thought it might be a little farther away, but I think we're there, and you know, so we've we've discussed your resume, and so you know, I think with your experience, with your skill set, yeah, absolutely, uh, you know, SWAT trained, law enforcement, combat tours. Staff sergeant, he even has the cool cavalry hat, and I think with that resume, it made the most sense to bring you on to talk about Star Wars cartoons. Thank you so much, too, because I'll be honest with you, like you, you could talk resume stuff all the time. You know, I've been trained, I got a master's degree, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't much matter. At the end of the day, what it really is, if you're going to sum me up in just one thing, right, I am a closet Star Wars nerd. And I say, clo- I guess I've been outed. I was about now. to say that How- door is wide open. Door's I mean, it's open. not. Well, yeah, now it is. Most people who meet me, they would no freaking clue that I'm a Star Wars nerd. But I will say this: I, in my professional experience and my personal experience, I have never, never met somebody who is more of a Star Wars fan than I am. Like literally, wow. the entire canon, legends, Star Wars, everything that's been wiped away by the Disney acquisition. Curse you, Disney. Um, I've read all of those books. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Now, but I feel like they've been doing a decent job lately of working legends back into canon. They have. Thank you, Dave Filoni and John Favreau. Yeah. Yes. Curse you, Kathleen Kennedy. I oh said my that. gosh, she's yeah. the right? worst. So there, there was, and and I didn't realize this myself until I my my cousin's husband is is like that where he's read the book. So there's this whole star. If all you've ever done is watch the star Wars movie. Oh gosh. There's, there's so much. You, more. It's, it's, it really is the, it really is the tip of the iceberg. It really is. I want credit for stopping myself from saying literally just now. Literally. It, um, it is literally the tip. There's of the so much more story. There's so much more content out there in, in it's, books it's dope, and comics and cartoons. <laughs> um, have you played the Kotar games, Knights of the old Republic? I have multiple times. I'll, I'll say this too. Actually, I played them when they first came out. Same. I played the mod of the second one. And then the mod of the second so, one, what was modded. In so it? so you thought crazy, you were a fan. actually, so that game was released before being finished because it was behind schedule. So all these like modders and, computer nerd people who know far more about computers than I do because I'm right. horribly illiterate when that comes to that. 
uh, they finished the game and they, they released it. Yeah, you, you, did, I don't you know any of this. Download it. I don't I know don't, where you would do that now. Yeah. It's been years since I've done this. You're but, not even uh, a fan, Josh. And then no, I replayed I played, the first one when they ported it to the uh, iOS. Yeah, I, I got it on, it on my, my phone, phone too. Yeah. I, what's awesome is on my Xbox One X, I can play Kotar One and Two, the original Xbox games. Oh, that's games. awesome! Right. I want to have like a Step Brothers moment here, like three, two, one. Do we just become best friends? <laughs> <laughs> Velociraptors. So, but it's worth if you've never come across any of that content, like it's really deep, really oh, rich, and it was really well thought out. I'm yeah. sure that that you know that there were you know conflicts within the text, but they absolutely ev- there was kind of a, a guidebook, and everybody really tried yeah. to keep things in line where the story's yeah. all tied together. So yep. when Disney bought out the property, they bought it X. all. They yeah. own the games, they own the, the books, the the whole shebang. And George, then they established what was actually canon and what was not. Yeah, and basically they they mined all of those old storylines and they've been reintroducing them slowly as they yeah. come across uh and it's, it's some of it's been okay yeah. some of it's been very good and some of it's been meh well like i know so a lot of the people who were into that who knew canon who had read it and i'm not oh, one man. of those got super bent out of shape but i do understand it from a creative standpoint of so disney spent just gobs, lifetimes oh. worth of money on this yeah, thing. It was like four billion dollars, wasn't it? And didn't want to be boxed in by the canon. Like they wanted to totally. have the freedom to do what they wanted to do with the content. And I think I feel like not being the Uber fan, but being somewhere in the middle, uh, that they've kind of done right by it by pulling stuff back in. And they've, especially with the new TV content, they're really starting four billion. to four billion. He looked it up. Bam. Look at him. Mic drop. We added a screen this week, guys. We have a nice big screen. Yeah. What's like, nice, too, is both the hosts are looking at me, and I'm looking at the screen, so I got an <laughs> advantage. Just keep me informed on what's going yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. Right $4 billion. Uh, That's a little bit more than what I have right now. Just a touch. Yeah. So here, here's the thing with it. I I, I don't hate on it. I, the problem with Star Wars, at least the, the sequel trilogy that they did, I don't, I don't hate it. It's not the end of the world. The issue with it is, is that their whole plan from the jump, they're going to hire three directors to tell three different stories that may or may not link together. Yeah. And it's just like this incongruous, is that a word? I don't even know, but it's, just, it's a mess. It's a I just mess. don't know. I don't, as a director, I never would have taken that job. I don't know what, I, the, I don't know what the win is there. there. There's no way to tell a story. And like I the, disagree. The I think I would, if I were a director, I'd hop on that, but I would hope there would be a Kevin Feige quote unquote, Marvel yeah, Overlord right. that they there is a game plan. Hey, oh, here's the overarching story Here of is three the movies. Story we're well, no, that's my thing. Do I'd, what you want within take, these parameters. I'd take the trilogy. You give me the trilogy and complete right. story control. But they I'll had that. Yeah, there was zero direction. Fine. There was well, zero direction for all three to it, begin yeah. with. Because, well, see, here's the thing. You, you got J.J. Abrams in the first one and J.J. Abrams in the last one. If you would have expanded the whole plot and made like, okay, so the reveal of Palpatine in the third movie, Ugh. I didn't hate it. And I thought it was dumb. Fact, it was you, reaching. Bro, you got to read the Thrawn trilogy, <laughs> Dark Force Rising. I've watched I all the Rebels, and, that, no, and that's, that's good. Yeah. That's good. So, aside, rabbit trail for myself, uh, Thrawn is my legit favorite character. Really? He, I only know him he's from well, he's uh, coming. Rebels, and I was kind of whatever. I know, he's coming to live action. Live action, yeah. In so, Ahsoka's show, right? Because she's looking for yeah, him in Ezra. I did Ezra. not care for her. Ahsoka? Dawson. I didn't I like... Love, I love Ahsoka. Oh, she's okay. one of my favorite no, characters. I, I wish they would have made Ashley... What's her face? I the know. voice. She said she wanted what to do the role. The, heck? the original voice of Ahsoka wanted to be the live action Ahsoka. I, I'm offended for her. And they never even asked her. Yeah. Man, you guys are doing a whole thing. Bro. Here. You know, so, here, hold, the, hold the phone. I got to comment on something real quick. Um, you act like you're not a nerd. You're giving him such a hard time when you guys talked about 
DC movies. You're like just as big of a nerd as anybody else. <laughs> cut, this, I, in, cut my brother some slack, please. Categorically, yes. I'm just saying, y'all, y'all are going quick and and deep faster than anybody can understand <laughs> well, or explain. Well, okay, so unless you're that's like, fair. there's there's categories of nerds. Well, I already right? I already said I, I've literally non, never met anybody the, a bigger the Star Wars non Star Wars nerds so. right now are like click. <laughs> I'm gonna go listen to Office Ladies. See Probably. you boys later. Hey, bro, you open the door. I did. So <laughs> so the the lead in joke was that. <clears throat> Hey, let's bring this warrior on to talk uh, talk cartoons. So, if you've only ever watched the movies, if that's your only experience, or maybe now Mandalorian, because that's a thing, and obviously that's been kind of a big cultural impact. This is the way. But in addition to all these books and comics that are out there, <clears throat> there's been these cartoon series for years. Are you getting oh, choked up so over good. this? Are you all right? Man? He is. He's getting teary. For Clemp, he loves that joke. If I have to clear my throat, Josh is going to make a crying. Well, it's every two minutes. <laughs> I'm actually surprised um, I haven't. I've been I've been coughing all day. So, um, but uh, yeah, you got to check it, out the, uh, it the it's, it's a dry cough. The Roro? I don't know what it is. Okay, here we go. I have a fever and everything. It's um, the craziest thing. I thought about not coming, but you you sold me so well. Can't, even, well, smell the, can't even smell that, Jacko. Go, can you? <laughs> I can't, um, can't taste I it. I think either. it's, it's good, but I can't taste it. All right, Joseph. Sorry, sorry, sorry it is literally just uh, But so, and I think, I'm sure you'll correct me if I'm wrong, but so the first of these animated series that they did, and it started with, uh, I think, uh, like a m- more movie format was Clone Wars. You know, it's funny. They, they actually. Well, so I'm going to answer. Yes, I'm not going to nerd out on so you. So they, they did this Clone Wars movies. And so <laughs> Clone Wars fills in the gap between episode three and episode four. Am I right? Two and three. Between two and between three. Two and three. Gosh, um, I didn't realize I knew as much as I did. Here we go. My man. So, you, brother. Like, so it, it's an it's an animated movie. So it's a cartoon. Well, the first episode is the movie. It, they, it was a test run. They yeah. made the movie. Right. And it was and well then received. It was, it and was, it was. Yeah, it did well. Then they did a, a series, um, a, a series yeah. that was six seasons long. Mm-hmm. Yes, kind of ended open ended. But so this guy comes in from kind of out of nowhere. Like we, I think even a like somebody who's kind of on the sidelines of Star Wars knows it was George Lucas's baby. So this guy, and then he did the prequels to mixed reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this guy kind of comes in out of nowhere, Dave Filoni. So everybody's heard you guys drop that name, the man. So. Dave is this guy that shames you two like he is this legit. I don't know, man. I I would, I would love l- to meet Dave Filoni. No, and be he like, has bro. to be he, top. I don't know if anyone can surpass his level of Star like Wars I, love. I feel like I could. I'd love I to see that conversation. Like no one uh, else I probably would. <laughs> like I, I 100% feel right now like at that Hollywood level. So this guy Dave comes in. He runs the show Clone Wars. If you've ever seen, if you're if you're a grown human being. And you've ever seen the teasers for it or seen the artwork? You've probably passed oh, on man. it. It looks like a show it for is, kids. It is. I'll tell you it's this you, right now. Yeah, you go. And I, let me let me just throw this in here about my my resume for commenting on it. And I, you can talk about this because I texted you this. Um, there were shows because this is this is about the story of the clones during the war. There were actually stories that, I mean, I got a little verklempt. Like. They did yeah. such a good job telling yeah. the stories. They made them they, people. They humanized the yeah. soldiers. Yeah, and they told the story in such an emotional way. And uh, man, Captain Rex, oh, oh yeah. he's my man. He's so so awesome. Well, and tangentially, like my favorite of the movies, and I feel like I'm a bit of a, an outlier, but my uh, favorite of the movies has been Rogue Squadron, because for a movie with war, you mean Rogue One, Rogue, Rogue One, my bad. <laughs> Um, but How dare you, sir? For for this for this series, this whatever you, this universe, yeah, whatever you yeah. want to call it, that has war in the title, yeah, Star it Wars, Star Wars. It's, and this is the first actual war. It movie. is the only war movie. It really is, yeah. and 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 fantastically oh, done. Well done. 
um, you know, it's on it's on par with a Saving Private Ryan with a with a whatever. I mean, it really uh, is. I mean, yeah, that's a little bit oh, of stretching it a bit there. Here but, we go. But like, if I'm sorry, Saving Private Ryan was rated G. I'm sure, s- I'm yeah. sorry we didn't get to see Matt Damon age at the end of it. Um, but but anyway, that so been good, but actually. so Clone Wars kind of does. It, it tells that that story. It is very much like it humanizes it them. Do you know how Clone Wars is why it's even a thing? Like how like George Lucas wrote because people like to make money. That's yeah. That's um, what I thought it was. <laughs> no, George Lucas had wrote all those stories, and like he just talked to Dave Filoni, like, "Hey, uh, here's a cool idea. What if we talked about this?" And then Dave went off and yeah. made it a whole story. And if you watch it on Disney Plus now, if you watch it in the order that it's in, it's not technically sequential it's not it's as they is as they release as them, they yeah, release it the episodes make, it but you can find sense. there's there's, there's guys there's a, a, a quick google list. search and you'll find the order right. to watch it in sequential and the reason why and that is is interesting can i hit finish my thought real quick um the reason why that's a thing is because like they would make all these episodes and then like say episode season two episode four george lucas was like oh wait we never gave backstory on this thing that happened in season one episode four so let's do that in season three episode six or like something crazy so then all the episodes are completely all over the place and it's yeah pretty crazy yeah i i I would venture to say even with mando being out it's probably the best of the star wars content I, you know, as uh, far as as far as visual seven, well, let would say the finale of season seven, yeah. that, that story oh. arc, that's some of the best Star Wars ever. Yeah. So we ever. talked about that. Well, the point here being don't hold the fact that it's animated against it. Exactly. It's not. I would say it starts out season one kind of and if, it's a little kitty to, to pivot yeah. universes. Harry Potter's kind of like that. Like the first book, the first movies yeah, are very, a, are very youthy. Yeah. They are, they're a little brighter and it, it really ages and it, Oh man, it's not, it's not a show for kids. I it's mean, not, it's just, especially not. by the end. It is in the beginning, but um, it's definitely not, by the but end. Rebels that. is the same way. Rebels, Rebels season I, one was like, I had me. a trudge through Rebels. Yeah. Rebels season being, two got uh, better. Yeah. Three yeah. got better. And so Four was good. That was Rebels, another animated series that yep. followed Clone Wars. Um, and so Clone Wars ended kind of, it, it wasn't the ending they wanted or intended. It ended after season six. I'm sure there's some like Hollywood backstory there of why it finished then. Well, I think it was actually um, like five and then Netflix yeah. released season six. But and then Disney came back so in seven. Dave Filoni came in, this big Star Wars nerd. He, he wasn't a director type. He wasn't a creative type and just kind of earned his way into it. Yeah. Uh, from being around and really has done a ton with the content. Dave did a lot with it. Mm-hmm. When then when Disney bought it out he's heavily involved uh in mandalorian yeah which is part of uh, 100 forget part of it's, it's why, why it's so it's great why. i mean john favreau obviously a super fan, super fan. obviously a genius director yep, absolutely and so i'm glad he's in he's yep. involved uh but dave filoni is what dave made filoni clone wars great is is the it's new george what lucas. has made I think he's better than george lucas that, that, well so, and that's know. my thing yeah he, like he's more like sorry yeah. george yeah would you tag him in some posts and stuff and super fan me it, so yes. i can meet this guy it's but it's like <laughs> when the, dave Oh, open invite. Come on the podcast. Please. Dave Filoni. Anytime you want, you're welcome. Bro, I'll take you to a three gun competition. It'll be <laughs> legit. We'll have we'll have yeah, a cold dope. Jocko go here waiting for That's you. Right. But um if you if you liked Mandalorian, one hundred percent you would enjoy the Clone Wars, even if you're an adult. Yep, and Dave Filoni is why. And so we get into like part of why the 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 last trilogy, so technically movies seven, eight, and nine. Like they're just a creative mess, and, they're and horrible. Yeah. Disney was too meddling. Kathleen yeah. Kennedy, yep. who who you guys mentioned, is kind of managing the property for Disney yep. and doing it poorly. Doing a bad job. Disney, we implore you, give Dave Filoni full control right. over the Star Wars property, one hundred percent. Rather that be in, the date of the 
Feige of Star yes, Wars. Yes, whether that's yeah. whether that's Absolutely. movies, whether that's what they're doing the, in the they, in the parks, have, in the cartoons. Exactly, give him full control. They literally have a golden goose, and they're yeah. like smacking it, like don't lay any more eggs. Mm-hmm. How dare you? Right? Yeah. Like no. So so the so what kind of brought us to this, and and why part of why we wanted to bring Mike on, other than him being an all around good guy. Willingly hey. giving us his money monthly. Though we'll see what happens when he gets his mug. We'll see. I, yeah. We'll see. Cancel. <laughs> um, I think it's but, funny, though, that I will have the mug before any of y'all. And you, you slight, gonna, slight. Oh, I, we, won't, we won't rabbit trail. I reveal. heard back from Patreon. This is a big <gasps> podcast update. I heard back from Patreon this week. She's like, sorry, sorry for the delay. S- sorry for the delay. Anyways. <laughs> Um, I saw the thread of how many times he was emailing them going, just bumping this yeah. up in your email, just bumping this up in your inbox. Hello. Yeah. Hello. She's hello. like, hey, just fill out this but like link. Days now, in between. Patreon's a big company. Yeah. So what I get is a link to a Google form. Like, hey, fill this out. And it's now, uh, Josh will know this, you, you less so, like, Part of what I do for a living, like in my in my real job until you guys all become Patreon supporters, like I've created some pretty intricate forms, both in Google Forms and even more so in Jot form. Like I've got a Jot form going for work right now that's just about to crack 100,000 submissions and it does all kinds of cool things. That is I super got, interesting. Please tell me more. I got like the most <laughs> basic. Here's this big giant company funneling all this money through it. I got the world's most basic yeah. uh, Google form from them and, and I ordered us a couple of mugs and that's the point. Oh, snap. So you might still get yours first, but ours should. It's a race now. Should be coming. Am I paying full price for them? Yes, I am. But hey, whatever. <laughs> um, it's okay. Yeah, so is that part one of the story arcs in Clone Wars uh, was about Coffee the, mugs. this uh, squad? Yeah, yeah, it was it all, all connects. about it's a circle. Whether or not it's appropriate to use the force to make coffee, and, That's right. um, and I think no. dark side. The answer is yes. So it was the this uh, squadron of clones who were they were anomalies. They were glitches. Yes. Uh, well, I'm not sure. Uh, they haven't really fleshed that out if whether or not they were purposefully created to enhance their specific like uh, traits that they, yeah. you know, like the the techie guy or the. But br- they, but they weren't guy. like all the other clones, no, which is not. funny because then can we even call them clones? Because that's kind of what they're, it means. They're clearly not, because like one of them's uh, like blonde haired, blue eyed. But they were genetically engineered one way or yeah. the other. So rather it was by mistake. So weren't th- they experimental? Maybe. I, I think that's Maybe. what it was. Maybe so. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. But so, of course, and this part does feel a little formulaic, but, you know, within this squad of, is it five guys? It's five now with Echo, you know, I think. They've, right? I think it's they've four. all got these particular yeah. skill sets. The tech guy, the bruiser guy, the sniper, and hunter. Yeah, and Echo yeah. gets five. Um, and so, you know, it's kind of this perfect. So I love that we're talking about Star Wars this much. This is like the only topic I can actually speak so, intelligently So they've, about. they've found each other and they've, they've paired that up. Sounds like a joke to it. And not. they get referred to as the Bad Batch. That's what their, their squad gets right. called. Right. It's super popular arc. It was phenomenal, oh, yes. phenomenal episodes. Yeah. Clone Force and 99. It's, and it's getting its own show. Yes. And we're super excited. It. Launching on May 4th. And May the 4th be with you. It's the whole reason this was the first episode we brought you on, and it only took us forty three minutes to get to that point. <laughs> um, well, I, so, like yeah. I said, I'm just happy I, we're still talking about Star Wars. I'll be honest; when I was just when season seven came out, I just wanted to see what was happening with Ahsoka and that whole storyline. No, I watched it, but I was just like, okay, I don't want just a one off story. I yeah. thought it was oh, a one off, yeah. so I was just yeah. rushing through it. Get it rushing, <laughs> um, and then uh, I was just wanting to get to the end of it and. 
uh, no, I so I didn't appreciate it in its time when it came, yeah, initially yeah, came out. Yeah. No, I I, I'll be honest with you. When it first launched in season seven, I'm like, I I didn't see the deeper parallels to like maybe some legends storylines. Um, right. And I, I wasn't a huge fan either. I was kind of like, meh. Whatever. What was even worse was Ahsoka's storyline in those episodes oh, before. So much. Oh, that was. Oh gosh, it was really uh, rough. So uh, skip that if you're Ahsoka you know. for the uninitiated. So if you've watched Star Wars at all, you know that Jedi's have this whole Padawan thing going on where they're mm-hmm. they're training up younger Jedi. So in the and you wouldn't know her unless you watched the Clone Wars series. That's right. But uh, you watched Anna- Mandalorian. You're like, who is this? Anakin before he turned and started breathing heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a Padawan, and it was Ahsoka Tano. Correct, and uh, and she was a good fit for Anakin. I feel yes. like yes, she was a, a good Padawan. The way him. they did. Um, have you watched the supercut of Star Wars Episode Three with Season Seven of Clone Wars with a little bit of the Samurai Jack animated vibe Star Wars from two thousand three? What I didn't supercut. even know that was a yeah. thing. I can airdrop oh it gosh, to you. you. I have it on my Mac. I can you, airdrop it to you after this. So let, let me pause you guys real you quick. Just said, do that. I think I started to tell this part of the story and didn't finish it. But so when Disney bought out the property, obviously they they did all this stuff, and um, Dave Filoni's been involved in. Uh, Mandalorian, which we talked about, but they also give Dave, gave Dave the opportunity to give Clone Wars the end that it deserved. Yes. So they yes. they came back and finally did a season Wrapped seven, and that's where we see the Bad Batch. And oh, again, so it's good. it's the it really I you say it's probably the best Star Wars. People want to say like, oh, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? And as a super fan of just like the the material that's been put on screen, probably the best. Yeah. Probably the best. Yeah, it's fantastic. Hands. hands yeah, I wouldn't say hands there's, down. No, there's some really good stuff, but the story, the season finale is amazing. Oh my god, series finale. Now, there's, some spoiler alerts, because um, uh, but this has all been out there forever. It's been out for a long time. But now. you do see if you get into Clone Wars, you do see we you see get to see the return of Darth Maul. Yep. Uh, he didn't he didn't die in Episode One, um, and so there's a what? lot of people that aren't mad. A lot of people would have rather have seen Maul as the villain in the third trilogy. I see, I just don't think that would have made sense. Um, I don't hate what they did because they're 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 mining the story of uh, the the Thrawn trilogy, written way back in the day. That was actually the first books uh, that was written as part of the expanded universe, and a a like a clone of the Emperor was like the big bad guy. Yeah, and uh, Thrawn used him as like the antagonist or whatever. Right. So, so Thrawn, Thrawn probably unless you watched Rebels, which was that follow up cartoon, yeah. or you read the books, you wouldn't know who Thrawn is. But there was a passing reference in one episode of the yeah. Mandalorian. But other than that, no, you you wouldn't know who it is. Yeah, and you're so missing. Well, out. yeah, they they character. alluded to like they're probably going to do an Ahsoka spin live yeah. action Ahsoka spin off. Thrawn yeah. will probably be the bad guy, and it, and it makes sense because like where did the first order come yeah. from, right? But like, fair to say he's probably the the number three bad guy. Like behind Emperor and you know, Vader. yeah, Vader gets some hate sometimes because until they fleshed him out in uh, Rogue Squadron, yeah, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Rogue One, sick burn, bro. No, I'm trolling Kale, man, my stern, nerdy way. Um, yeah, Vader got a lot of hate because he's like, well, this guy, you know, what, what's it? What? Ooh, what's so scary about this guy? And then they showed like he's actually a legit BA. Yeah, and it's then, it's the first so, time you finally get to see him just so you one go could make off. the argument that Thrawn is actually more of a bad guy yeah. than Vader. But I mean, even, especially since he's not a force user. I mean, knowing say, who Vader yeah. used to be and like watching him as this little boy Anakin, his mom gets taken away, the Jedi Order not accepting him who he wanted to be, he's just dealing with this giant ship and, and we, I think we've talked about it before of how you think ah, oh, Aiden Christensen playing him as a little whiny boy. But like even Dave talks about like just the struggle. Oh yeah. That 
Anakin goes through, and this sounds yeah. super nerdy. A lot of people and they hear this, they're like, "Oh, shut up, it's Darth Vader." But like, no, watch him through Clone Wars. The struggle, yeah. how constantly yes. the Jedi keep pushing him down, and, and pushing the disappointment him down, and the frustration and anger about Ahsoka's betrayal yes. in the Clone Wars. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, listen, but, if you have not watched the Clone Wars and you're listening to this right now and you're thinking, "Shut up." No, you shut up. <laughs> no, <laughs> and you, you, go, shut up. <laughs> you go watch Clone Wars. Well, it's amazing and totally and worth your I time. I tell you, it's funny. Like, and there's people like this that you run into in walks of life where it's like they can take something you don't care about at all and you can't help but kind of latch onto their passion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And to hear Dave Filoni talk about Star Wars, like he is a he's a Star Wars apologist. Like he can make you not hate, 100% he can make you not hate Jar Jar. Yeah. That's magic. Yeah, I've not heard him talk about that. I, I haven't either, but I believe that he could. That's I've, how much I've heard I him talk about Dave several Filoni. things that everybody like. People ding midichlorians, and there's just all kinds of even within the fandom. Like part of the yeah. fun of fandom is hating on Star oh, Wars yeah, too. Of course, there's always those, um, those types. And you'll hear him talk. They did that like behind. I can't. You'll remember the title of it, but the kind of the behind the scenes that they did with the directors for Mandalorian. Oh yeah, that's right. He's yeah, on yeah. there a lot, and you hear him talk about Star Wars and his passion a lot, and. Yeah. He'll, he'll explain like, no, when you actually look at this right. and you'll take this component that people hate on and you're like, no, I mean, that makes perfect sense. I'm, I'm sorry. Right. We're looking yeah. at the very surface level of a lot, of, especially Vader, the surface level of this whiny little boy who becomes our favorite. We're like, oh, that makes sense. We always, always know that. But no, like look at what he's yeah. really struggled yeah. with Absolutely. throughout his life and put yourself yeah. in that position. How would you yeah. have turned it, out? It yeah. would have responded. Yeah. No, right. I think there is some fair, like a lot of the critique I hear is just in the, the level of acting and the portrayal. And there's some fairness to some of those that observations. Is that is fair. But at the same time, like I think Hayden Christensen did the best job that he could with what he had. Because none of that other supporting material had been fleshed he's out coming at that back. point. He is. He's coming back. He's, he's going to be in. They're doing the live action Obi-Wan, which as I understand and it breaks my heart is going to be a one-off season. Yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, they can't it, do they, too much. They say it's going to be a one-off, but if it's a massive, if it, if it turns out to be a massive success, it will be more than one. I mean, if you, if you want to, Mandalorian was the same way. Like as bad as Jar Jar was, as bad as some of the casting has been through the whatever, like you and McGregor's at the other end, like, phenomenal casting. I love him as Obi-Wan. I'm in for all of it. I'll watch anything they put him in. Yeah. Yeah. I'll agree with that. I, 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 some people, I know a lot of people actually who are like huge fans of Obi-Wan as a character. And I've always been kind of like, yeah, whatever. He doesn't, he doesn't float my boat, tickle my pickle. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm not a huge fan of that character or whatever. I always, you know, I, I this was the, the bros question from earlier is dark side, like side. And I, I always, for whatever reason, like the dark side characters. I always found the villains to be more compelling. And even in the most recent trilogy, Kylo Ren was like the most interesting character out of that whole new trilogy. He I was bored. I didn't too, like him. Too, like yeah. how you didn't like Hayden and his whiny teenage self. I did not like uh, really? Kylo. Not and really? his, oh. Whenever his mask was off, I was you know, like, You guys need to switch up. seats now. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my thing is with the new movies, I, I didn't hate all of them. There were things that were weird. There were things that off. There were things that I wouldn't have done, you know, with my vast directorial career. Yes. But part of what I hate is Lynch I think flares. I liked Ray. I think Ray was a compelling character. And so I hate that in this this term will probably raise some hair on some necks, but I hate that they Mary Sued her. She didn't have to be a Mary Sue. Like you could have you guys familiar? So I know what a Mary Sue is, but can you explain it to me? <laughs> so like Mary Sue is the storytelling device and it's you know, maybe it's unfair to only apply it to women, but anytime you take a character and you give them a like a level a skill set that they haven't earned that they aren't due, you don't paint that picture, there's no oh, storyline yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. 
And so and so they did that when you really could have developed yeah, her. Like you, totally. she could have she could have earned her skill set more. Sure. And I get that you've got three movies and you've got to move that story along. Yeah. But I think they did Ray a, a disjustice in that. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. I, I, but like I said, I mean, uh, based on what was going on, that story arc, and like I knowing also nerding out, knowing who Kylo Ren is kind of based on in the books. Like I, oh, see, I, I don't know any of that. It. He's, he's it's a bastardization of Jason Solo from the from the books. That's all it is. Oh, okay. And, and they they stole like the whole story arc. And frankly, I thought the book story arc was better than the movie story arc. So mm. like they should have just stole. The I whole mean, thing. I loved Force Awakens. I thought it was awesome. I mean, it you was know, I episode four in an alternate reality. It totally essentially. was. But you know what? I didn't hate it. It was no, fan it was, service. It, was awesome. it reawakened the, but the love for the series. The last eighth, Jedi was horrible. Eighth one was like, okay, you went this way, JJ. I'm gonna go the complete yeah. opposite. Yeah. Well, and see, I I think the mistake in in the last movie. Um, he did it again. He went, okay, this well, movie went this direction. I'm going to go the opposite direction yeah, again. Yeah, finish the, the, story. the, the mistake right. was trying to walk it back, and I think he should have continued it. Right, I agree. He was trying yeah. to get back to where he wanted to go. Right, right. and it, it just it made it a horrible mess. But there, was, there was no win for him in that ninth no, movie. No, there really yet. wasn't. Yeah. Kudos to him for trying. I haven't watched oh, the ninth he, one. He He's a genius, and I'll watch every Star Trek movie. He makes no problem. Give me yeah. some lens flares, oh, bro. We didn't talk about it, but... Please make another Star Trek movie. Do you know they're why coming. they're not? They're coming. Oh, they, they are? are they uh, I saw an article. I probably should have put it in our show notes, but oh. I, I saw an article. You could probably look it up, but maybe a week or so ago, kind of oh. laying out the time frame. They've been pushed back because everything's been pushed back, yeah. but there's there's some more coming. Well, the I major mean, pushback Chris was Chris Pine will be 100 years old, but... Well, yeah. that was, he was the reason why it was initially pushed back before COVID came out, yeah. because he wants more money or something like that. Pay him more. Give it care. to him. I don't, was, I don't know if he was owning more money or he was just being... Diff- I don't remember. Don't quote probably, me. Probably both. All of the above. Yeah. But yeah. But I read. I read a couple articles. He was the reason why. Gosh, I still the opening scene of the first new one with young Kirk in the police chase. I know. Yeah, so good. It's just such a good. The, I just the music, it. everything. It was yeah. perfection. Yeah. And I, I've been here for all of it. I, I dig it. It was so good. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. I've been a fan. So excited for bad. When does Bad Batch drop? May fourth. May fourth. May the fourth oh. be with you. You don't even have to look it up. I so you've. So you've got time. If you haven't seen Clone Wars, you, go you watch Clone Wars. Time. Go watch, watch it with you, the correct viewing. You order. don't. Yes. You probably don't need yeah. Rebels before this one. You no, might. You don't. You might want to. You might want to refresh on episodes maybe two and three. The movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd say that's, I would. That's reasonable. I would just recommend this supercut that you I go. was talking about. So yeah. it show. It starts with the 2003 Star Wars Clone Wars show, which were just. A yeah. bunch. There's like two seasons of 15 minute. You know about yeah. those. Oh yeah, that's well, so that's what I was saying. I was going to correct him, but I'm like, nobody knows about that. So right, that little mini show yeah. that's not even technically canon. That's so, not canon yeah. and not was not well received. So it basically it's, episode Star Wars episode three, the movie completely fully extended with all the extra supporting material to, f- bring to really to, flesh it out. Bring that's it to the life. word I was looking for. Yes, and so like it'll the movie will cut out and go to the last four episodes of season seven, <laughs> Clone Wars. And it just it just peppered out throughout the movie. So you're essentially watching the movie, but it cuts. How and long then, is that? It's about four something hours. And the dude that wow. edited it together, it's all in 4K. He upped the uh, the visuals and he added in the proper fades. He made he, that's how you get yourself a job right there. Oh, for sure, he Hire did a phenomenal him. job. It's the best way to watch episode yeah. three and the last season. The that last sounds part. amazing. I, I you oh, know. it was dude. And then when you, I won't say how season seven of Clone Wars ends. But the way they incorporate, because the whole episode three, you're seeing Anakin turn into Vader. Yes. And so you see with that last Gosh, scene. That ending is amazing. Oh, man. So it was so good. dope. It was so dope. Let's just legit. watch it, it now legit. on the pod. It was literally Four good. hours. Let's Bring go. Bring the listeners along with us. Yes. Yep. So, well, if you'd like to live out 
your What's own happening? Star Wars. Is this auto tune? <laughs> yes, I need to clear my throat, Josh. Oh. Hit the laugh track, buddy. Here we oh. go, folks. Jo- oh, Josh like a has a phlegm joke. That's a that's a that's a clap. <laughs> Here's the laugh one. Here you go. Where's right. the trombone? <laughs> if, uh, <laughs> Wrong one. I don't know how this thing works. <laughs> Roughly the same thing. But if you would like to uh, live out your own Star Wars fantasies, like the the day is nigh. So I don't know if you guys caught this. I posted about it. Um, on the podcast Twitter, but Blue Origin, which is Jeff Bezos's oh, yes. space company, they launched the 15th test flight of their new Shepard rocket. So this is their little rocket. This one is basically, they're going to do some other stuff with it, but this is basically their space tourism rocket, Yeah. right? So much smaller than like a Falcon 9. I don't know the actual actual measurements or anything, but sad you don't have it's a uh, capsule on top of the rocket, single engine rocket, and all this thing is doing, like it's a straight up launch so they're just passing the Carmen line. So the Carmen line is at there. There's some debates about when you're actually an astronaut, when you're actually in space, right? Sure. That's 50 miles, 60 kilometers, whatever it is. Yep. But it's just getting the capsule, which I think holds like six people up past the Carmen line. It separates from the booster. You get a few minutes of weightlessness. The booster comes back and lands And this landing is magical. I mean, it's cool enough to watch the Falcon nine landings. Yeah. This is even more sci-fi, not more sci-fi than Starship, SpaceX's new big rocket, but it comes down and these little legs pop out and it just like hovers. They can throttle this engine down so low that it's, it's, it's thr- like, it's just, it just lands. I mean, it just it's lands. Amazing. It's it really lands, amazing what they can do. Like we it are lands at like five miles an hour. Yeah. It's, it's insane. And then the capsule comes down, parachutes pop capsule lands and you pop out it's like a 10 minute flight it just gets you past the carmen line you get the same curiosity how much does that cost i don't know but we're about to find out because they've said so this was they're already booked this was like their their last dry run so um i don't know if they've booked yet like i know virgin pre-sold like their flights and they've been at it for years and years and delays and delays at this point right and really you may never actually get anything People don't realize it, but Blue Origin, they incorporated before SpaceX did. Blue Origin's been around 20 years. Oh, wow. But they have, like, their their motto, and it's they say it in Latin, and I can't remember what it is, but it's, um, like, um, step by step ferociously. But it's, like, he's kind of the antithesis of Elon in that we're going to go slow. We're going to get it right. It's more like government development. Oh. Um so they've been at it for a long time, but this well, was Jeff their... Bezos does like the government. So. Well, who doesn't really, though? Yeah, frankly. Um, but so this time they loaded astronauts into the capsule just to get that experience. They pulled them out just before the launch. This part's a little odd, but when the capsule landed, they put them back in, but so that they could practice their extraction. Huh. And that's it. So Bezos posted after the fact, like there's a picture of him on the landing pad with the rocket in front of him, with the booster in front of him. Uh, and his his post was just it's time like they're gonna fly people on their next flight. That's awesome. That's that's really awesome. That is so awesome. And there's a lot of that like um, civilian in space stuff coming yeah. up. There was a lot of promotion for the guy that owns Shift Four, and I can't remember his name. Really accomplished pilot, really accomplished businessman. I think he's a billionaire. Went ahead and bought himself a flight on a Falcon Nine. Mm. Uh, and so he essentially gave away the other three site fl- uh, seats in the Dragon capsule and did it all as a fundraiser for St. Jude's. Oh, that's awesome. So for him. every name on there had like this inspirational title for 
this person is generosity and this person is creativity and this person's engineer. So they, oh, they so took cool. a woman who is a doctor at St. Jude and a cancer survivor and has, has a fake femur and she got one of the seats. And then the other two seats, if you just donated St. Jude, you were in a drawing, you could have been in that seat. That's amazing. And if you started a shift four, it's basically like a payment account for yeah. your business, then you could win the other seat. But none of these people are trained astronauts. They're going to fly in September. Orbital flight. They're going to be in orbit three days on this flight. That's... I don't know. You know, if I if I wasn't a trained astronaut, I mean, I like the idea of like going up and coming back down, but like staying in orbit for three days? I so don't know about that. Now, their plan... A that li- said, Elon, build this... Build build a colony ship. I'm ready to well, go to Mars, baby. I'll tell you right now, and it's no secret that I'm I'm a SpaceX fanboy. But if I was going to fly, if I was going to do any of these commercial flights, you've got that going on. You've got the uh, the Virgin stuff that they're doing with a space. They actually just debuted Spaceship Three, but that's the one that kind of launches from underneath the plane. Okay. And again, that's just a few minutes of weightlessness, and you come back down. The one I'd fly on right now is Blue Origins. It's the new Shepard because it's it's. Like the system almost can't fail. So anytime, even if you look at the the old rockets, all the way back to uh, you know Mercury, Gemini, um, with the exception of Gemini, actually had ejection seats, which is crazy. What? So rather than having uh, a, uh, I can't remember, I'm going to lose the the right terminology right now, but the escape tower. So they put these little rockets on the top of the capsule. It can pull it away if the rocket's blowing up. Yeah. Um, Gemini, instead of that, that's why when you see Gemini capsules, there's not that little pointy thing with the nozzles on top. They had ejection seats in the Gemini capsule. It's insane. Well, who, which, which one burned up on the launch pad? Mercury? Uh, Apollo one. Apollo one. Yeah. Okay. And that was where they had. I say, like, where were the ejection seats there? They had pure oxygen. There was no, and that yeah. that had. Yeah, I'm not belittling it. That's that horrible. had the escape tower. Yeah, it was pure. I mean, it was just one. Of, you, they didn't know what they didn't know. Yeah. Um, there was no quick plan for egress. They right. couldn't, and and really, there's a great display. Um, we're out at Kennedy a lot these days with uh, with the kids, uh, and there's a great display. They actually have the hatches from the Apollo One capsule what? on display, but they've got a great tribute to. Um, I mean, I wish I could remember all their names, um, but one of the original uh, astronauts, uh, Gus, was was one of the guys that died in that. And um, but they've got the hatch that was there. But you see it, and you see how intricate this thing was, and of yeah. course they couldn't they couldn't get out. Yeah. Um, so anyways, but the blue origin systems is really ingenious. So it's not a tower at the top pulling the capsule away. Yeah. It's, uh, you've been going for an hour already. <laughs> it, it flies right by, right? It really does. I'll tell you right now, I'm, I'm down for a suit. Like, I know you've got some time constraints to drive home, but yeah. I'm, I'm down for a super episode. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll see how you boys are feeling, but, uh, blue origins escape system. It's this, it's this pusher rocket that's, that's inside in the middle of the capsule. And they've tested this thing throughout the entire flight. So they've tested it like with the booster on the pad mid flight at Apogee. So basically there's a no, there's no point where things can't go wrong with this cap capsule. It can't just yeet itself out of there. Like oh, wow. there's no, you don't have to know how to fly the thing. There's no wings. There's no aerodynamics. It's a, it's a mushroom cap. Oh, that's right. That's so really if, cool. if things go bad, it's just going to pop off of there. You're going to parachute down and your adrenaline's going to spike and your heart rate's going to spike. Oh, no but doubt, but you're alive. But it's the, it, it is the ride I would take right now. Yeah. But then, uh, again, there's another company called Axiom now that wants to build. And I mean, it's, it's legit. There's backing here. There's science here. There's staffing here. They want to build, uh, because the international space station's kind of reaching end of its yeah, life it's cycle, just, yeah. end of its planned life cycle. Hasn't it already reached it? Um, we're a couple years away and they can't figure out how to keep one of the Russian modules from leaking atmosphere, which seems, you know, problematic. They should take it from the Ukrainian, uh, 
module. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> but this company Axiom's wanting to do these um, uh, private space stations, and they've they've got the chops pulled off. But they too have now booked a Falcon Nine flight, and they're going to fly a, a quote unquote private mission, and they're going to go dock with the space station. Now they have hmm. a former astronaut as the commander of their mission, huh. so he's not active, but former astronaut. So again. Yeah. We're playing a little fast and loose yeah. with civilian, uh, but the other three people are civilians. Now, all these people, like the Inspiration 4 flight and the Axiom flight, they're training before they go. Oh, no doubt. Like, it's not just like, well, here's the keys. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah. But even, like, you look at the Inspiration 4 flight, so the guy that paid for it, Jason, and I can't remember his last name. We could look it up, but he he's an accomplished, like, jet pilot like he's he flies or has flown on like a jet demonstration team mm. so think of like a private blue angels or private thunderbirds he's been one of those pilots that's pretty cool he knows how to fly and actually one of the other seats but is he dave burke cool nobody's dave burke cool i'm just saying I wish dave I was dave i'm burke. telling you dave <laughs> come on man come on come to the pod do you it should. do it or we'll um, go to you, actually. I, I yeah, say we. I, I won't. I'm, I'm a I'll guest come, here, but you guys will go to him. I'll come sure. to you. Um, I don't know, but, Josh, would you? Uh, I would, in a second. Yeah, I'm already on the way. One of, one of the other seats that got selected, she was an astronaut candidate. So she got pretty deep in the NASA okay. process, but didn't, at, you know, wasn't. Yeah. So they are all civilians. None of them are NASA-trained astronauts right now. But right. So there's a little leeway there, but like the space tourism thing, it's, it's here. It's a thing. And, you know, I would say... As amazing as all this is, it is also equally frustrating that there's so much ingenuity and so many amazing things going on in the world, and it, that that never gets any attention. It no. never gets any. It's not any, sexy anymore for whatever it's reason. Not sexy and like and, let's right. relaunch the space. Like I'm race. sure a lot of people turned off as soon as we started. Oh talking my about gosh, it. yeah. I mean, I, like I'm interested in this subject, and I'm, my eyes are glossing yeah. over as you're talking. So <laughs> well, and I, you know, I've certainly, and I can't remember if I've told the story on the pod or not, Surely but like I liked. You know, like I liked rockets as a kid as much as the next person. Oh, sure. And, you know, you kind of fall out of it. Even, you know, living in Central Florida, like it gets to the point, like you don't even know when rockets are launching. You don't even we, care. We, 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 like, we weren't all stepping outside to watch no. shuttles. It just becomes, it's just human yeah. human nature. That yeah. happened with you the moon. You the radio and you're like, well, whatever. That happened with the moon landing. I don't want to get off my couch. Like people felt like they just became mundane. That's kind of why it lost yeah. some. Oh, we've we've been to the moon. We've been there and done that. And yeah. Incredibly, check that box. The way that they did it, that they did it with the tech they had, it's yeah. insane. And I'm telling you, if right now, if you go and watch some of this stuff that I'm telling you is happening, yeah. if you go and watch the landing of the Perseverance rover right. on Mars, oh, if you watch what's about to go down with that little helicopter, oh, that. did they launch the helicopter? They opened so the wings. They delayed. Yeah. So the they so. Um, I can't, I can't remember how much Whatever. we've, yeah. cause the we've rotors. talked about this stuff some on, uh, the bonus content for Patreon. We talked about some stuff on episode zero, so I can't, I can't remember what all we've talked about on the podcast, but so we sent this massive, uh, you know, SUV sized Rover to Mars, incredible, crazy landing, but we stuck a little helicopter on it because this is America and why not? That's right. Um, and it sounds like, Oh, big, what's D crazy is that helicopter has an M4 strapped to it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> So I thought you were saying I was like, really? You know, so we like we all live in this world where uh, right now, probably not right now because they're closed, but we can go to Amazon. Like we could all buy a pretty advanced drone right now. So you're like, oh, yeah. a little they helicopter on Mars. Too. 
Um, Mars only has 38% of our gravity, which makes it easier to fly, but they also only have 1% of our atmosphere. So for a helicopter to fly, it's got to be pushing air down yeah. and the air's just not there. Right. So flying anything on Mars is a really difficult task. Yeah. And they're like, Hey, we'll, we'll give it a go. So you've got, it's gotta be light. You got to spin these rotors up real fast. Yeah. Um, and it's crazy. So they stuck a little, it's, it's a secondary mission to the Rover. Um, but they're like, let's just see if we can let's give it a shot. They stuck a piece of cloth from the right flyer. Right. Which is just on it. The right Which is amazing. Love it. The right brothers. It. It's Plane. so cool. Yeah. Um, so what happens is, so it was kind of stashed under the belly of the rover. It had a protective cover. They dropped the cover. The whole thing kind of origamis out. And you can watch. This is what's crazy. They put so many cameras on this rover yeah. and true microphones. Like, we're watching this stuff happen. Absolutely. And I, like, I just defy you to watch some of the stuff that's going on with space exploration right now and not get, no pun intended, fired up about it like you were a little right. kid. The stuff going on right now is 100% as exciting as the Apollo program, as that yeah, development, if, absolutely. if you see it, but it doesn't, it doesn't get the coverage. Now it it's doesn't. a crazy time. I mean, the government's basically been like, well, yeah, there's UFOs and aliens and, and nobody's saying, and anything. we're not even talking about that oh right now. Oh my God. Um, Please, let's talk about UFOs. But so this little helicopter like unfolds from the belly of this thing and then it dropped it off. And it's so crazy because like, you've got the Rover taking pictures of the helicopter and the helicopter taking pictures of the Rover. And we've never been yeah. able to do that on Mars. Like, yeah. You've had some rovers that could take selfies, right. like they could With extend the arm. an arm. Yeah. Um, but so it's sitting there on the surface. They they did some test ramp up stuff and they delayed the flight because, and anybody who's ever owned a phone or a computer will appreciate this. It needs the flight software needs an update. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> it glitched. It wouldn't Installed. completely go into flight mode. So if you think about like any time you've been running an update and it's like estimated time to completion five minutes and then an hour yeah, later. Exactly so right. imagine updating your uh, little helicopter on Mars. Was it the same little spinny wheel that they have yeah. on Apple devices? It, it It'd be takes, funny. The it rainbow takes, wheel. Yeah, it takes a minute. So they're updating that. So uh, the the flight date's a little bit TBD, but probably within the next week, they'll mm. they'll try and give it a go. So we're going to fl fly like the, the first... A helicopter on, on Mars. Another, on another yeah. planet. It's just crazy. And again, I I, if you watch the way the rover landed, it's insane. It doesn't seem like it should be a possible thing. I know, thing. we're like li literally living science fiction right now. Yeah. And, and, and nobody cares. Yeah. And nobody and then, cares. And then you watch what... What's and going I, on? I know I've talked about this on Patreon, but you watch what SpaceX is doing with Starship. Unless you see in Boca Chica, in, in Texas, in South Texas... You, until you see this thing, until you see people standing next to it, you can't imagine how big it is. Right. I didn't realize how big it was when I saw photos. I was like, oh, that's cool. It looks like it's from the 50s. The, the, yeah. But it's massive. The yes. landing maneuver they're doing with this thing. And again, the, the last one, uh, SN12 or 11. Uh, I'll turn in my... Is this how you felt when we were talking about Star Wars? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> but the continue. last one, so there's all these serial numbers, right? Like they're just, they they fly one, it blows up, they've got another one waiting, <laughs> right? Like that's that's the point. So SN is like serial numbers, so they're just numbering these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. I got So you. like the last one, the last one was the worst failure they've had. Like they've blown some of these things up in trying to land them. SN10, they landed and it blew up eight minutes later. Um, so they haven't quite stuck, well, they stuck the landing, but like if you had been flying on it, you would have wanted... You'd, you'd want to get off pretty quick. Yeah. Um, so, but the last one, they started the landing maneuver. So this thing goes up, it belly flops, it falls like a skydiver. And then they kick the engines on and they stand it back up on end to, it's freaking to land. Crazy. I'm it's, telling you, it's sci-fi. Sci it really is. Um, 
and they're going to figure it out. Like yeah. we talked about it uh, in our bonus content last week. Like right now, now it's news when they don't land a Falcon 9. Yeah. But when it started, it was like, this is impossible. You're never going to do this. And it was explosion, explosion, explosion until it wasn't, until they stuck it. Right. And now they've recovered like 77 times. Jeez. So now now they flipped it. Now it's now it's news when they don't land. They're going to figure out this Starship yep. landing. They're 100% going to. I'd be shocked. But so the their last fail their biggest failure was the last one where it didn't even it didn't blow up when it landed like they started the landing maneuver boom right yeah um they call it they we talked about it in Patreon but they call it a rud rapid unscheduled disassembly which is hilarious <laughs> so the worst one yet and they're still cleaned it up patched the road where the engine landed and they stacked their next prototype that has like over a hundred different design iterations improvements. Within days, it's sitting on the pad right now. That thing's going to fly next week. Yeah, and that's the beauty of private enterprise versus bureaucracy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, look, I know you guys, what was that episode zero where you were talking about, like, the huge delays in the NASA rocket? And, like, yeah, there's a lot of cost. comparisons between oh, S- SLS, which is a, it's a big, big yeah. rocket. I, I want to, yeah. it should die. As a taxpayer, it should yeah. die and go yeah, away. I, I'm not a fan. But I want to see it launch. I do, too. I want it. And the solid rocket boosters are stacked that's, inside the vehicle assembly building right now. Say, it's going to fly at least once, and I'll be there to watch. Yeah, that's right. Let it, um, let it fly once, then put it in a museum, take yeah, that funding, but, but, cut it yeah, in half. But there, there, there's a lot of comparisons <laughs> between that and Starship um, just because of their size and capability. Um, and but What do you it, think about all this, Josh? You're being quiet over there. Uh, I mean, it's interesting. I just have no comments because it's like literally like Elon telling a, an, an ape what's happening. And I'm just sitting here like, doy. So I have nothing to contribute, but I'm interested in to hear well, it. See that, well, so but the, if he was like a, the everyman in this situation, I, am. Like, I know just, I'm just better at faking apparently. Than you are. <laughs> well, if you, uh, if you guys saw this, speaking of Elon and explaining things to ape, the ape could probably understand him. Now, oh, yeah, that's thanks right. to Elon. The Neuralink. So that's, yeah, what a lovely transition. Elon like doesn't it. have enough going. I'm a trained professional. You are. Sir. I'm a professional. I mean, I've done five. This is now five you're, you're podcasts. I mean, I'm, um, Podcast technically six. So, but Elon doesn't have enough going on between Tesla and SpaceX and Boring Company. And yeah, so he's just doors. like, no, I'm gonna put chips in everybody's heads, and I'm just, I'm just gonna jack them into the matrix. So he's got this Neuralink yeah. company that they've been working on, and there is, there, there are some altruistic impl- implications for. Neuralink in like if I'm paraplegic or I was just about to say the same thing as like I'm, I'm like a point? little conspiracy theorist right. about having things tracked in my head but yeah. I'm, I'm like oddly okay with the whole Neuralink yeah. thing I mean that I thing like in your pocket's tracking you right yeah now. well you know it's funny they say that all the time and it absolutely is right. uh it, it, it is what it is. I, yeah. I don't like it. I'm not a fan. I mean, don't don't well, chip me, bro. But to, at to the hear, same time, I'm, I'm make that a t-shirt. Don't chip me, bro. <laughs> <I know. laughs> we should. Yeah. I did on I Patreon. Five dollar tier. Solid. There you go. You're looking for ideas for yeah. your Patreon supporters. Yeah. Don't chip me, bro. Don't chip me, bro. Well, the thing, like Elon addresses that, and he really views this. Like there are implications for like, okay, I can't use my my hands and my legs. Right. Uh, right, but now I can control an electronic like device and like Alzheimer's, yeah. all this stuff. But man, what he amazing. really same as like right now, we we look at what they're doing at SpaceX as like just making cheap spacer, uh, uh, space yeah. cheaper and more yeah. accessible. More accessible. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and Starship, you know, it, it's going to have implications for our moon missions. But yeah. really, his his driving goal is to make humanity interplanetary. He Absolutely. he thinks that's a hedge against extinction. And it, who would disagree? So with that? so same thing though with Neuralink. He's like, this is our hedge against. AI. Yes. Like once, oh, once man. AI there's, really there's does it talk about thing, there too. And, and that's his thing. You know, that's what he's talking about is how else do we compete right. with, without jacking ourselves? There's, there's the another matrix, thing that's not right? being talked about, about AI integration into the DOD. 
that's becoming a thing. And that's like nobody's talking about now it. We're and just like a couple of years ago, everybody was, Elon Musk was, I think, yeah. one of the ones that was very vocal about it. But like, come on, people, I mean, we're literally creating Skynet here. Yeah. Like, come and on, you see, mean, but it's not going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. This is why up. you're my class name redacted. Now we're getting into some secret squirrel stuff. I'm just saying, what do you know, sir? Well, I don't know anything. Don't right? act I know, like I know you're what not the using, Bongino reporter like, Google might say. Like you're not using Stingray vans no. to listen in on my conversations. I may or may not be doing that, um, but I'll have to kill you if I talk about so, that. But so uh, Neuralink put this video out this week and I, it was some primate. I don't know if it was an actual monkey or a chimp or what it was like playing pong and it goes through this whole progression right so it's kind of got this thing in its mouth and that they don't really explain that but it's getting like strawberry banana smoothie or something it's kind of incentive oh, like a little and so it's looking it's looking at a screen that's playing a pong like game and it's got a little hand controller and you're like okay it's it's a chimp playing pong i mean that's kind of impressive anyway it's amazing that we're being dismissive of that yes. actually like but <laughs> but then you see like the video changes and it's still using the controller but the controller's unhooked Get out! But it's still controlling, like it's it's still passively playing well, this I mean, pong still game. Just a chip playing pong, but whatever. And then eventually they just completely remove the controller, and this thing's just playing the pong game. It and freaks me out, man. And it's just know, the chip right? controlling it. I'm freaked it. out. That's this, weird. Okay, so it's Skynet and Planet of the Apes at the, the same time. Oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> this I was, is the ultimate nerd. I was podcast. listening to. <laughs> I know, so right? I do think we've talked about this before. Discipline so, people. Um, like on the space <laughs> stuff, I've really liked this. Uh, this guy on YouTube, Tim Dodd, Everyday Astronaut. His content's been great. His SpaceX coverage's been great. But he also does a podcast with a couple other guys who are just kind of in tech space. Um, it's called Our Ludicrous Future OLF. Definitely check it out if you're if you're nerdy like us, and if you're not, you probably quit wishing a long time you know, ago. You should be like Instagramming while we're while we're talking about this stuff. You well, know, and I say you because you have the computer, but yeah, poor no, we'll we'll let those guys tag, know. Tag, but tag. Um, they they were talking about this video, and one of the guys was like, "Okay, I'm fine with Pong. Please don't teach that thing how to play Call of Duty." <laughs> no joke. But it's right. a little. He's gonna be no scoping behind a wall. It's a little. It's, it's going to be a thing. I mean, yeah. if you were to Google some of the defense systems that are actually on the Korean DMZ, like they have legit automated gun emplacements. Like you throw a tread on those things and they're literally the Terminators from like the yeah. episode or uh, the third movie, yeah. which most people don't like. I thought it was all right. I haven't watched the one with Christian Bale. No, that, well, that was Salvation. That was number four. Yeah. The third one was the Rise of the Machines. It's, yeah. it's worth the watch. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, j- I literally just watched... Uh, episode two, uh, yeah. episode, uh, movie uh, two. the second one too, but right? so the second movie. The point being, if you've heard about Neuralink or not, and as yeah. people often, Elon's like, I'm going to do this thing, and people are like, okay, that thing's impossible. Good luck, and man. That's a man. Doesn't. That's a lot of advancement, yeah. quick, and it's so not quick. And you don't look like you're not like seven and nine from Star Trek. Like no. this is this thing's uh, yeah. uh, under the skin. It charges wire- wirelessly. Like right. you just look normal. And if I don't know, man. and if I'm all it out. and if all it does, I'll be honest, I am too. But I think it's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's well, I don't, I don't know what it is, other than I do think it's inevitable. Well, it absolutely is. Yeah. yeah. So basically, like the only way to fight off like uh, artificial intelligence dominance is to become like kind of uh, a cyborg. Yeah. A human. And well, and the thing we're kind of already there. Yeah. I mean, you think about. When's the last time you were more than three feet from your phone and you yeah. don't internalize you information anymore? Attack. Because why would you? Like right. we're jacked in already. It's just not under. It's just not under our yeah. skin. Yeah. Um, what did you say? I zoned out. Yeah, I did too. I don't know what I said. But so I mean, I we'll we'll see what happens with it. But there is some cool stuff where if they can take this and if somebody who's paralyzed can like control their electron electronic devices yeah. and use those better, or what he says is the next step beyond that is there will be more than one implant and where your body can't send signals to your leg anymore the chip in your head will communicate with the oh, chips in your so leg amazing. and give you movement back. And you know what? The, so this is kind of, maybe this is a soldier in me coming out, but like 
Where are the mechs, man? I want to see the mech. I yeah. want a guy in a suit with like big freaking Gatling lasers on its arms. I yeah. I think. You know what I'm saying? And this this partly because of Tesla. This is coming along quickly. I, the limiting factor I think there is in it's is in the power source. supply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And batteries, nuclear, batteries like fallout, just keep getting right? crazier. Like the power armor. Huh. Yeah, well, and we yeah. are totally. This is the this is the nerd episode. Yeah. You might as well call it that. You should. Well, and, and then, but and you know, mentioning the nuclear thing though, that that kind of takes me back to the Neuralink thing. It's like, so you know, we figured out how to split the atom. It's like, okay, we can generate all this energy with it, or we can make these incredible weapons with it. And it turns out we kind of did both. Some of that, you know, fusions fusions coming. We're getting closer on that. Yeah. Fusion is the holy grail of clean energy. It I really is. I read an article where somebody had a successful yeah. test of that. And again, no media coverage. Yeah, they're getting longer and longer, but it's yeah. um, we're talking like seconds or minutes. And I want to say but, it was a Chinese company. It was yeah. a Chinese reactor. In, well, in and China. that's the thing. So I've got uh, my my wife's little brother. He's in a, a doctoral program at uh, University of Michigan. I want to say working with lasers and stuff. But his he's in physics, mm. and so anytime I see articles like that, I'm like, explain this to me, yes. please. <laughs> As you, would um, you know, and, and he hates that we're not investing in doing more with that uh, in the states. But there is a big European program. But yeah, China, China's kind of getting are, ahead. Maybe we are stealing and, all of our technology. And, um, you know, it's Hawaii or how do you say it? Huawei. Yeah, uh, Huawei. Huawei. Yeah, literally no bueno. went copy paste on the iPhone and now they're profiting. It's yeah. funny, you know, trying to tie some all you know, all these things together. Like a lot of people in this they're space, they're all just nerdy topics. That's what yeah. Your time. Well, but yeah. a lot of people in the space community, they're just like rah rah space. Period. Like space is this human endeavor. Oh, right. Like, hey, we celebrate these these Russian achievements, these Chinese achievements. Yeah, I I'm not there. I see I'm an, not I see an unmanned Chinese rocket. I'm like, I I hope it blows up. I do too. I hope and, it blows. And this seems so bad to say, but the reality of it is, is our ideology like. Our, the, the foundational nature of our society is categorically different, and that's the thing that people don't understand. Like, uh, I have the, I have an employee of mine who who basically did missionary work in China, and she talks about her experience over there. And I, I wish every person who thinks China is not a problem or thinks socialism isn't a problem would have a conversation with this person that has lived in that environment or one of the people who've escaped from North Korea. Yeah. And would would hear them out, and they would say like, "Okay, maybe this yeah. is going to change my opinion." Yeah, because the reality of it is, is all of those achievements achievements where they're they're leaping in bounds of, of, ahead of us, like that's bad for all of us yeah. in America. You like the they're, way that we have it? Our freedoms are amazing. They're you, unparalleled on the earth. You think people are people, and at an individual yes. level, they they in, are individual. They at are. an individual level. You take you, I mean, you know, you Adolf just, Hitler was a person. Too. Just pick one of the seven billion, though, and Joseph Stalin. most people are just trying. To pot. keep a, a roof and clothes and a full stomach, right. and keep their kids alive and and make, and make their lives better than their like that's most people. Right. But that's not most governments. That's not most beliefs. Exactly. Their values are not the same. That's their right. goals are not the same. Right. And these achievements aren't going to be this like let's share this with humanity and celebrate right. kind right. of thing. Because I mean, to be honest, with like we we've had those achievements too, and we've shared them with select allies. Right, we're not sharing them with humanity, and you could point to a lot of evidence to suggest that the United States is one of the best examples of like a, an altruistic country, yeah, like in human history, right? Yeah. Especially, you know, yeah, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, America is bad, but I mean, you look at it in comparison to other countries and their behavior, yeah. like we are so much better, yeah, yeah, like we behave ourselves so much more, right. So yeah, space space is interesting right now, and 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 it's exciting. And if you're not fired up about it, you just aren't. 
you just haven't seen the right thing because I'm telling you, you watch the Perseverance Lander. I know. Watch uh, these oh. UFOs. I know. I so we're, <laughs> we're approaching 90 minutes, which is totally fine. I told you, I'm here. I'm here for you guys. So you, we'll yeah. we'll do three hours. I don't Normally, care. we'd like to shut it down. Yeah, right we're now, gonna introduce but, new topics, but I love it. You want to talk about UFOs? Let's I, I think UFOs. we've talked some space, and it, it but it is. Only in like 2020 and 2021 right. could the government come out and be like, "Yeah, no, this yeah, is real. UFOs are, are real." Now they they've said like they've said it to an extent. Like, yes, we've observed things that we don't know what they are. That's yeah. not the same thing as, as them the saying there's aliens. Right. right, right. So I I have a, like my stance on are there aliens? Are there UFOs? Have, has always been I I don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Either. I don't know. I, but I'm I, open to the idea. Like, but we okay. do know things. Like you look at the SR seventy one, which doesn't fly anymore, but still, yeah. this beastly, crazy aircraft. Yes. Right. So they were doing test flights of that stupid thing in like the fifties. Right. The SR seventy one blows. The, that's the big black. Um, the X Men jet. The black X Men jet. Yeah. yeah. So Nerd that thing episode. blows by your house in nineteen fifty. And what you was the ju- actual? You just saw that? aliens. Uh, Blackbird. Blackbird. Yeah. Blackbird. Got it. But here's the thing, though. Like the, the the shriveled alien corpse at Roswell, you know, that uh, I mean, that, that wasn't a blackbird, right? That wasn't a little person or a dwarf or whatever the correct term is nowadays, you know. Uh, it was a dummy that fell out of a weather balloon, sir. Uh, clearly it was, sir. I don't know. I'm a conspiracy theorist, obviously. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know. But there's, I mean, there's, so there's, there's the one the Navy w- pilot that's been making the rounds. That yeah. was out in his F eighteen and uh, observed oh, yeah. and got video of this. They they call it the Tic Tac. Yes. And I'm not going to recount all his stories because I don't do it as good as him. F- Faber, you know, I don't remember his name. It, it, his name? It's easy to find, but the Navy's come out and been like, "Yeah, that that happened. Those videos yeah. are, are real, and yeah. we don't know what it is. Yeah, we th- don't know what it is, and it has capabilities far in excess of our own. It, I believe, it didn't have like a heat or an engine signature, right? Changing um, changing directions at like ninety degree turns, full acceleration. We're recently uh, a naval fleet that just got like swarmed by what I guess you would call call drones. But we don't know what they were, yeah. where they came from. The most recent ones, the triangle ones, yeah, the little triangle ships that are just moving in not possible ways that we know how air or so, space flight. As an army guy, I think work. there's a valid question here. Why is it always the navy? You know, it's it's their battle space, right? Ma- like Army Aviation being what they are, their their rotary wing assets. Yeah. They they don't fly high altitude. I'm just saying, maybe the, the, maybe the aliens are just looking for a ride somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or maybe they're you know, involved with some other endeavors. What's a, do you think it's just some? It's a little marine joke for you. Man. Weird niche. That's taking it back to an old movie. I like the Navy just fine. Every time we need to go somewhere and fight, they take us there. <laughs> can you place place that movie? You can. There's no way you can. I'm actually stretching. I, I think it's. Uh, I'll give you Tom Cruise, but that really gives yeah, it away. It's a few good men. It's right? a few good Yeah, men. that's what I thought. Yeah. That was cool. Um, so <laughs> you just can't handle that movie, Josh. Ooh. I've seen it on iTunes as I scroll by. Um, I honestly, I don't know that it would be worth the watch. It's a decent movie, but I like, like Tom some Cruise. Movies just don't hold up to the test of time. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, back to UFOs. <laughs> so, like, do you think it's just some niche little group of people of this? company government whatever that just like you said that blackbird was in the 50s and that thing was doing crazy stuff so there's probably just some it's humans probably that's that's my gut call it's uh, yeah, humans just in the, really in the advanced aircraft? yeah just so testing do, would you weird, say that you crap. fall into the time traveler camp or are you just saying this is like a darper program I mean, Einstein has proven that it's not possible to go back in time. Yeah, neither was fusion back in the day. So oh, that's true. 
Mm. Yeah. I I, hey, I don't. This I, this totally is. He said, but it is it is possible to view time. I think back in the day. How can you view it if you can't you go to it? you go very like if you're on Earth and you go so hang on super high up, you can look back down <laughs> and you'll see Earth. Hang on. Hey. Your eyes glossed over when I was talking SpaceX. I lost you on SpaceX, but you're going to explain Einstein and his theory of relativity to us now. Hey, we all have interests. We <laughs> Come on. That I find this very interesting. <laughs> I'm fascinated by I'm not said, Josh, He I said would it's not possible more. to Kale, go. please. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Can you come on the podcast more? <laughs> hey. <laughs> I feel like I'm a small group of people that are like, fuck more, Josh. <laughs> um, anyways, but Einstein said that if you go up really high from Earth, like, billions of whatever i don't know how things the proper terminology is if you go super far away from earth and you turn back around and you look back at earth you'll probably but you have to do it like in a second i would assume well, so that's that's a matter of like you'd see speed. dinosaurs so if you put if you put a clock like atomic clock and you left one on the ground and you put one on a plane and you right. flew it around the earth like as fast as you could right the clocks wouldn't match up anymore because the faster you go actually there's a real interesting science fiction book that talk covers this it's uh forever war by joe haldeman highly recommend mm. um any which way it, it kind of covers this time dilation aspect of speed Right. So the faster yeah. you go, the slower time travels. Right. Yeah, we've established that. And even uh, the Kelly brothers, Scott Kelly, and I can't remember what his twin's name is, but they're both astronauts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've done studies on them because one spent a significant amount of time. I think he might have spent a full year on yeah. the International yeah, Space yeah, Station, yeah. which, of course, is moving 17,500 right. miles an hour at right. all times. So just that time and, and traveling that, how how it aged them yeah. differently. Yeah. yeah, it's really amazing. But yeah, I, I my gut call is I think it's just humans that we that super top secret are just testing some crazy crap so you so you're in the darpa camp you're not in the time traveler camp i don't think it's time travelers okay but there are some have you seen those photos that are like this dude should not be in this photo and he looks like he's from the future and we this is a legit photo Mm -hmm. yada 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 it's dope legit blah 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 um (laughs) we're just checking all the boxes today aren't we Uh, I love it actually. But there, there's there's things out there that show. I almost did it again. I almost yeah, did. There's did. things out there that show like <laughs> this is a real photograph, and this person in the photograph does yeah. not make sense for the time period. Yeah. But then you have like look at the weirdos we have around today. Hey, Maybe listen, there were some weirdos back then, and that's that's true. That is absolutely true. But I think in the one picture that I'm thinking of, the guy was holding up like, like an iPhone or something. Like oh, okay. you, it was some piece of it was a it was a camera, but it was like far in excess of anything that was available in like 1953 when the picture was taken. Yeah, I I mean I see potential validity in anything, but even I go back to the SR 71, not just in what would somebody who saw the SR 71 flying in the 50s yeah, think no, no, it was? No, that's totally true. But also, yeah, think, that's the picture I was talking about. This yeah. is the one I'm thinking of. But like yeah. he's wearing a hoodie. It's a black and white photo. Um, oh, I have seen that. But there's one with a camera. I think that's a Snyder cut T-shirt even that he's wearing. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> Uh, I would hate. No, it was a don't chip me, bro. Yes, but so but he's like, wearing okay, like well, modern. This is, uh, man, maybe we should be a video podcast because we really should. We'll put a link to this photo. Yes, in the show notes, we will do that this time. Look at the guy in front of the dude wearing. I mean, they they look like modern sunglasses. When you're closer, they look like welder's glasses. But that's Matt Drudge. <laughs> it does. <laughs> that, two people ahead. Oh, there's of him another topic is, we could talk about for a while. Matt Drudge. Yes. Um, but but my, yeah, like some, this dude's wearing like. That looks. It's not a hoodie. It's it's like some kind of hoodie. But then this is like almost like fur looking his coat. Yeah, it, and it looks he's holding. He's yeah. wearing kind of like he looks modern sunglasses. His, the way his haircut is. Yeah, just the everything. Way, about him. Yeah, kinda compared got, to everything got around. Kramer do going on. Yeah. But my point being, like, not not only like what would you have thought if you saw the SR seventy one flying in the fifties, but it's such like it seems like such advanced tech even for now like how fast that thing flew the heights it flew at yeah so if we were testing the sr-71 in the 50s what are we testing now is oh, that's my point absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. and i think that's 
that's absolutely possible. Yeah. But I mean, I I think the time traveler one's probably like the least likely one. But I think the government program that's very, very, very likely. And if you know the the advances in technologies in other countries that that are now starting to surpass in some areas our own, it's certainly likely that you know our government. It might not even be a DARPA program. Yeah. Program. It might be a you know a Spetsnaz program yeah. or a, you well, know, it's easy whatever. when you steal our tech and then you can well, just iterate yeah, yeah, on exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So who knows? Those could be like completely unmanned drones because I'm pretty sure that um, I might be talking about my butt here, but this is like the acceleration and the and the turns and whatnot are are too much for yeah. the human body. Well, to and that's the thing. Even the tech we get to know about right now, yeah, absolutely. Like the 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 hardware can outfly the human. I mean, look yeah, at yeah. little yeah, racing drones now. and how those racing drones that you can buy at Walmart fly. Yeah, those yeah. things fly like oh, crazy. crazy. So, yeah. So, but, I mean, not the, far off. But the real point yeah. of this discussion, A, it's all crazy enough, but that no one's talking about Nobody's it. Nobody's talking about it. And that's like it. who Why? in the government is going, like, we're a lot of crazy crap's happening right now. Let's go ahead and say, oh, yeah, man. we don't know. It. Let's just sneak this out so that oh, when it yeah. gets ahead of us. I agree. Now, now, tell them now. Tell them now. Because that's how they're going to normalize. If, in fact, it isn't aliens, if it is aliens, rather, you have to kind of like normalize it to people. Yeah. Right. You don't just jump to like, oh, hey, here's here's the, you know, the Wookiees. We've been talking to them for yeah. decades and they've been giving us tech. You right. Know? Yeah. I mean, whatever. You can't. I, you I mean, like I, slowly introduce. I don't topic. know that logically you can you can look at, you know, what we know now. And I feel like it's a drop in the bucket of, of what's knowable. But what we know about the universe and its size and everything else now, yeah. you can't discount aliens. You can't now, well, also. So what is it? The Fermi paradox, right? Like it's statistically improbable that we're alone. To, we're alone in the universe. Yeah. Well, isn't Fermi where it's like. Anybody that gets advanced enough, they probably killed themselves off. Was that the Fermi paradox? I I do not know. Some somewhere Man, in there, but that, that's that's one of that's one I of the it. but that's one of the theories though. Is yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, and that's why there's like no. It, at no some point, you end up moon, with so. nuclear war, and everybody right. kills themselves off, right. and that's and so and and part of what we do or know achieve a higher state of you know consciousness, and yeah. you just live in like a simulation, right? Because there's a camp that thinks we live in a simulation. If you could choose a red pill or blue pill, what would you choose? Ooh, good question. This is like the Chipotle Moe's question, but more appropriate, more apropos for a nerd episode. So red, red pill, pill being pill. you know what's really going on. You're blue un- pill, you, you just unplugged. live your happy fake life. Yes. Mm. Blue pill, you're still you stay in the matrix. Red pill, you get unplugged. Ooh, uh, I like I'm it. a red pill person. I'm gonna go blue. I don't know what do they mean again? Uh, you take the blue pill, you stay in the matrix, you live the lie. You take the red pill, you get unplugged, you live in that miserable sewer mm. with the threat of being killed by those robots. I gotta take the red pill, man. I'm gonna go blue. Ignorance is bliss. It, it absolutely is, and I don't fault the guy for eating his steak, being a millionaire or whatever. It and is, he goes like, "I know it tastes like steak, but but I know it's not." Yeah, and, and he doesn't care. Yeah, and he's he's perfectly content. So I don't fault the guy. I don't I don't fault you for taking the blue Mike, pill. I want to take the red pill, but I'm like, because I've seen what's on the other side. Granted, Keanu hadn't seen what's you on know the other why side you could yet. Take that blue pill because there's hard men taking the red pill. Mm. Oh wow! <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> Hard men stand ready to, yeah. Anyways, so yeah, I mean, I don't discount, but we also like we know enough now to know how hard space travel is, how hard long distance. Like they'd have to be, if it is aliens, we should be terrified. Like they're just coming. Yeah, I mean, in. If you really look at any risk management matrix, right? We should be crapping our pants. Look at how we handle COVID. I th- no exactly. one was ready. And exactly. it had a 99 percent survival but, so rate. Exactly. Here's what gives me some semblance of, of whatever with aliens. Like if they made it here from wherever they are, mm. they're just coming to look at the ant farm. 
Like, yeah, because you could not... say that um, so there's another sci-fi book series that I could recommend. I think it starts with Columbus Day, but it's basically like the 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 Earth reaches a level of technical. Uh, uh, gosh, what's the term for that? Like proficiency. Like yeah. you become advanced enough that now you draw the attention of alien races. Right. And then there could be a degree of that going. Well, on, that's right? the whole premise behind uh, First Contact and in, yeah. in uh, Star yeah. Trek. That's right. It's like yeah, okay, finally you, you they've, they've got the, they've the got more technology. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're so it's basically it the same thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so maybe maybe Elon's bringing the aliens. That he like, could have be. you guys seen this? Because that's the argument that uh, Vision makes with the superheroes. Right? <gasps> this is really the ultimate nerd podcast. I try, I'm trying. Together. I'm trying to make these references <laughs> at this <Man>. point. <laughs> we seamlessly went from Star Wars to Star Trek at one point without yeah. skipping. Now we're a beat. talking like actual science fact right. mixed with some book science fiction. Oh, this is great. But I mean, you guys you want know, to talk nerd stuff? Have me like back. art imitates life, life imitates art. Science fiction, one hundred percent, informs science. Yeah. Because you've got these kids that grow up. <clears throat> yes, Josh, I'm choking. I'm just up. waiting right. for you to clear it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, you but sound like, gravelly. but they grow up watching these shows, idolizing these shows, yeah. and then you know, so that's the stuff. Like I'm sitting here with this iPad in front of me right now, yeah. and anybody who grew up with watching questionable s- stickers on Star here. Trek: The Next Generation. Like this, I, this I'm walking around with one of their tablets right That's, now. Yeah, I mean, it, I I can't scan your vitals. It's not a tricorder. No, um, but like if you could hand that to Captain Kirk and he could sign whatever duty roster and hand it back to the ensign. That's yeah. basically what it is. So right? it, it it definitely informs. We definitely take for granted what we have carrying in our pockets every single day. Oh, okay. Oh, can, can I? Speaking of Star Trek, can I share my idea about the whole taser thing? What do you mean? Absolutely. So we is talked it, about this a little bit before yes. you got here. Um, you know, because I was talking to Mike. There, there's the issue in um, uh, Minnesota. Bro- bro- yeah, broke something. Yeah, Minnesota. The the incident yes. where the the officer thought it, it was her totally story. Is she thought she was drawing her taser? And is it, that it was really a firearm. thing? though? it it actually is. There's there are numerous examples where that has happened. Oh, um, okay. But but anyway, so and I take your word for it because you obviously know how to handle weapons, and I well, do not. Well, you know. <laughs> It is my professional, uh, you know. I should know. I should know something about it, right? right. You've only hope. served Though three tours. Ter- terrifyingly, Mike and I have spent a decent amount of time on shooting ranges together, and I've terrified, uh, terrifyingly had him tell me I I outshoot uh, a a scary percentage of law enforcement officers. Yeah, and it, it, yeah. can I be a part of this text thread now when you go on these little mandates? Yeah, actually, you should. Yes. Hey, I so, was going to say um, absolutely not. You answered that way too fast, but no, I I love it. I think more people should learn how to shoot weapons. So in, a, in like two weeks, it doesn't matter what. So maybe edit this part out. But there's a three gun competition coming up. I don't know what that is. It's you shoot three guns oh. in one course of fire. It's really fun. I recommend you you could come yeah. as well. It's See, I'd so, love to participate. Let's make it the, a solid seven. I, Three gun competition. I'd like to go, and I'd like to go as Team Solid Seven. Yes. Unfortunately, take pictures. All post to the of gram. my firearms. I was I was out on on a boat, and they I had all my guns the with sea me. He was angry. I that had day, all my, my guns with me just in case, and they fell overboard. They're all I appreciate the signful reference. They're all on the bottom. They're all on the bottom. Is of that the ocean. for uh, Uncle Sam to not know? Yeah. I'm totally. This is I, a, you know the ATF is definitely listening. This, to this is podcast. a true story. Who doesn't take all of their firearms fishing with them? I, I certainly do as well. Well, I purchased one of them, so. Um, but uh, from the sea. But yeah. anyway, so yes. found it in the water and I scuba <laughs> dive. Profi- floating. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, but Mike, proficient in firearms and law enforcement training. Oh, so uh, if I may interrupt you, uh, so just real quick because I know we're we up on time here. My idea to prevent these issues with the whole taser thing and, and misidentifying your tasers, right? So we know art imitates uh, life. The phaser from Star Trek The Next Generation, mm-hmm. you, op- you activate it by hitting the button. 
with your thumb. Yeah. Like change the whole. De- hey, listen. Oh, don't use a f- axon, trigger finger. Axon. Listen to me. Create a <laughs> phaser styled taser. So you don't use your index finger. You, you use your thumb. You don't yeah, pull a just, trigger. Just completely you change the form it factor. With your thumb. That seems yeah. very. Or how about this? Gun on right side. Taser on left they already side. Do that. That's kind of how it well, is. You know, what's funny is Geraldo Rivero ju- just made the argument recently that they should be switched and your taser should be your dominant dominant weapon, which is ridiculous. Well, um, I just hey, saw him going Geraldo. off on someone today, was it? He went off. No, Dan Bogino. Is that the right Triggered way to say his him. name? Triggered yeah. him. It was yeah. hilarious. Look, he, yeah. look it up. Really yeah. kind of put him in his place. Yeah. yeah. Well, you should. I mean, like, come on, Geraldo. Get your butt in a use of force simulator and yeah. stop taking your... pics of you and your yeah, muscular little gross on. body. Well, and we yeah. get it. Well, the oh, thing did was... he get all ripped or something? I didn't know that. Uh, he's he's, he has a COVID he's posted some thirst traps, but um, mm. it's gross. It's uh no, but and I thought Dan was was fair about that. And here we go with it. You get your first podcast tangent or rabbit hole. Actually, we've Yay. probably had several on here. Uh, but Dan was like, the fact that you haven't served in law enforcement doesn't mean that you don't get to have an opinion. Yeah, absolutely. And I hate that as somebody who like, and, and we've had this, like, you yeah. know how I feel about our military and that serves, and absolutely. I wouldn't discount that, but anybody who's like, well, once you've served, you can have a say. No, that's not how, right. that's not how this thing works. No. Um, and so Dan, to his credit, he's like, you, you get to have an opinion, you get to have a say, right. but you, you haven't walked it, you haven't lived it, you haven't trained it. So yeah. don't act like our opinions, our knowledge yeah, set it, on these really, things are equal. It's a matter of credibility. Yeah. You know, and a person who has done the work enters the room and their opinion carries credibility. You know, like if you were to have, if you were to ask Josh here about the global war on terrorism and what it felt like to run combat missions in Baghdad, he would have no credibility. And that's really what I'm talking about. Right. You yeah. know, Geraldo Rivera can absolutely have an opinion. Josh can have an opinion on the global war on yeah. terrorism, but he cannot have an opinion on executing combat missions in Baghdad. I or you can, that. I suppose. But it just, I can, but I was, would be yeah, wrong, yeah. probably. Well, maybe, maybe not even wrong. Maybe you'd have phenomenal ideas. You're a sharp guy. He's played but Call of Duty. It was so clearly. It's the, the new, same. The new one was pretty fun, Modern Warfare. Um, really? I missed the Modern Warfare two days, though. Yeah. I it was like Cold War or something. Like the new one. That's the, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I'm behind. I'm sorry. I don't care. I, I'm a gamer, but I mean, I'll... Have time so, for that anymore. Uh, it, like, is there a justification? Is there a thought process behind the tasers having the form factor they do now? I mean, for people that haven't seen, if they do, um, well, if they haven't seen them, I mean, come on, are you? Living I mean, under they're basically they're basically well, they're they're a yellow like, pistol. A lot of people thing. see those uh, like the consumer version, which isn't the same, no. which is it t- does tend to be a different form factor, like the text well, there. Well, so those are like little like phone like brick looking yeah. things. Those are what you're talking about, yeah. or the ones that shoot darts still. So, but the one the ones law enforcement are carrying, they're they're a, they're a pistol. I they mean, look, it's they, it's the same form factor, the same form. mechanism, right? Yeah. And and I think that there was a degree of just like when they created them, they they and I again I, I don't know this for a fact, so don't quote me on this. Don't right. Don't don't beat me up if it's wrong. But I think they were probably just like, hey, this is a this is a style, this is a form that's been in use for this type of handheld weapon for a long time. Um, see, like even that one right there that you're hovering over, Josh, where like the the person's just put the trigger that one. Yeah, if put you want to trigger on the thumb. If you guys want to look this up, it's like uh, so like the the X twenty five. If you guys like look up ta- Google Taser X twenty five. Oh, you got to link it in the show. You'll kind of see the the form. It's too much work, man. You'll kind of see you kind of see what we're looking podcast. at, but. Um, I've been pushing the video podcast. Yeah, you should. You should live stream. Why I mean, I guess nobody wants to see this mug. Or well, my, I'm more. I'm more well, so for the uh, the YouTube audience that we could gain. Yeah, from it. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And frankly, you know, 
Well, I, listen, I would love to be videoed. You know, I'm very arrogant. Double, double digits, triple, eyes. triple digits, uh, Patreon supporters, and we'll buy some cameras. Yeah. Um, or we could use, you know, our iPhones. Yeah. So is your face. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but so, and I guess that was probably part of the the idea as these came into usage is like you you already have that muscle memory. Yeah, you already know. It's easy to use, and and I'll be honest with you. I think the the mo- the newer iterations of tasers are less pistol like than the old ones because yeah. the old ones were were more so, in my opinion. Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I'm going to give a little background just for a funny story, but these um, they're pretty advanced at this point, and so you kind of load a cartridge into them. They're they're firing like these yeah. prongs that have leads, like there's a wire trailing yeah, off shoots, of them. It shoots wi- uh, yeah, it looks like a little fish hook. Look, I think they're pretty nasty, uh, and they got they got wires that you've yeah. had a, you've had a been shoot shot by one, right? I, I have because you yeah. have to be you have to know what it feels like before you, you can use one. It right? feels like yeah, yeah. yeah. ride How, the lightning. So, but so it? there's. It's actually, um, I will say pepper spray is worse because it lasts oh, wow. longer, okay. but it is, uh, it was just say, I didn't enjoy it. I wouldn't have wanted it a second time. Yeah. <laughs> cause it was actually, cause you know, I was fresh out of the military. I was talking mad crap. I'm like, oh, whatever. Is it going to be a thing? And, uh, and they hit me with it and like, all right, tough guy. You want it again? I'm like, no, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's not fun by any means. It's, so uh, it doesn't hurt per se. It's just like, imagine the feeling that you get when you stick your tongue on a nine volt battery to test yeah. whether it's got juice. Right. Times a thousand all over your body. Okay. It doesn't good. hurt per yeah. se. No, right. But it doesn't uh, it's feel not comfortable. good. Right. I'm not really picking up in your description. Do you have one with you? Because we can just. Well, you know, this, here's the thing about the <laughs> taser, though. It actually tracks every time you turn it on. That's so... where I was going. Not just on, but anytime you fire it, right? Yeah. You like it, it, it leaves I, this. I, I flick mine on and off sometimes, and yeah. I actually got it downloaded recently for an update. And the and the, the person who did it was like, what? Why do you turn it on so many times? I'm like, ah, crap. And I didn't, I'm sorry. I didn't know it did that. That's funny. So what I'm getting at is I have a buddy in law enforcement who was explaining the taser to his wife oh, and letting no. her handle it oh, as no. he's explaining it. Oh, no. And she popped one off. Oh, no. Yeah. So that wasn't me. Yeah. Uh, she totally listeners. had a, a negligent discharge with his taser. So then he's got to go back. And explain to his command, like, yeah. why he's got this discharge showing up. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> no, fantastic. Well, those, uh, the cartridges, everything about them, you know, they shoot little they, uh, aphids. They shoot little, like, little discs with a serial number on them that you can yeah. tell when they've been shot. The the cartridges are serialized. So, like, wow. you'd have to, that's a process when you do that. Yeah. Let's well, say that's discipline, actually. You probably got a letter for that. You probably got in trouble. Could we, if anyone's lasted this long in the podcast, could we say if we get X amount of Patreon supporters, yes. we could shoot one of us with a yes. taser? And we'll no, I, you know what? I'll we could that say that right we'll now. do that for you. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's got to be both. We'll baby. tase you. No, no. If we I reach X amount. Dude, I'll stick at five Patreon supporters forever I before I, I let I don't you tase even me. Know really? If you can't oh, yeah. purchase those cartridges, uh, you know, like as a civilian, I'm sure you can. You buy anything nowadays. Yeah. Um, I will happily buy two cartridges and sh- shoot you both with them and take the discipline that <laughs> hard, I get for doing hard it. Pass. Hard pass. I gotta, oh, I gotta what amount of money would so it take? So clearly Josh would have been taking I was open to it. I was open to it. Yeah. I, it just depend on the number and how much money it's, goes it's to my It's five seconds. It's just five seconds. So you, is, you shoot it and you're letting the charge go until you stop the charge. Uh, no, no, no. You, you pull the trigger once, it fires the darts, and then it cycles the, the device for, for five seconds. If you hold the trigger down... It was actually a funny story. The first and only time I actually ever did this, I was like so out of it. Uh, I held the trigger down for like nine seconds. Uh, <laughs> wow. Just like, meh. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so you just pull it one time and it shoots, cycles, does its thing, it's done. And you have to pull it again for it to cycle again. Okay. 
Yeah. Jeez. But if you hold it down. And I could see if we were to do this in this situation, someone would be a troll. And uh, oh, it's broken. We can't get it to stop. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I certainly yeah. do that. So as as much fun as it would be to mess with you guys, I wouldn't want you to have like a heart attack or something. No. So that'd be great. I mean, but still do the Patreon support thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure, for sure. I mean, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. You know, maybe we'll do it. Maybe, that maybe. sounds like a we should do it. And maybe. frankly, OC spray, they don't track the use of that, so I'll spray you guys if you want that. I don't want that. It's I'm it's so miserable. Yeah, no, because it, like what you said, I it lasts, it lasts like, way long. So it the the active effect of it lasts for like thirty minutes. No, and then yeah, what's crazy good. is then you go to wash it off at the end of the day, and it reactivates from your right because water, water doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't because right. it's like oil based. Right, and it's uh it's nasty. I have a lot of law enforcement friends, and they yes. tell me these things. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's it's bad. Boy, boys, we're, we're I mean we're creeping up on the two hour mark. It feels right. like it's been normally we wouldn't do this, but for you. Hey, Actually, man, it feels like one hour to me. It goes, it does go by it, pretty quick. Like, you're our first in studio studio guest. Yes. It flies right by. It really does. There's tons more stuff we'd like to talk yeah, about. And uh, we'll talk about some of that stuff yeah. in the bonus content hey, on yo, Patreon. I got to hit the head hey, first, though. Can we pause this so, sucker? Yeah. Uh, well, we can, yeah. we can do it before. Can we, you got enough time to wrap? Can we wrap it up? Yeah. And then we'll, we'll do well, You can take a potty. I'd, I'd you, like to wrap it up so I can unwrap it. You can, <laughs> <laughs> you can go potty before we do our bonus content. Dude, thank you so much for coming, though. Really yeah, appreciate you coming out. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll definitely, I mean, if you're down, we'll definitely do this yeah, again. Absolutely. I, can we do what really we did in episode zero that if you lasted this long, text us a code word? No, oh, yeah. but I will say, I, because, um, you know, seeing how many listens we've had, we threw this out there last podcast. I'm going to throw it out there again. I'm really, we, we asked if uh, you, when you, Mike's a regular listener, you would have heard this, but I just feel like, uh, you know, there has to be somebody out there. When you start anything like this, most of your listeners are going to be people who know you because mm-hmm. why not? Like that's right. who can see us on social media, and whatever else. But I just feel like it's, it's gotten a little bit of momentum and I feel like somebody has to be out there listening at this point who doesn't know us personally. We asked that last week to say, Hey, re- reach out. Nobody did, but I think you're just being lazy. Or just send us a, you don't even have to talk. But, we don't yeah. have to talk. Just send us a, an emoji on yeah. D on an IG yeah, DM. Just tw- go thumbs up. Twi- yeah, Twitter, Instagram. You I don't know even, who you are. You can even email us. So we're solid seven, the number, solid seven podcast uh, on Instagram, on Twitter. Even our email is solid, the number seven podcast at Gmail. Hit us up. We'd, we'd love to hear that you're listening and, and how you found us. Uh, but or if you don't want any of that interaction, just a thumbs up emoji and we'll know, all right, cool, that guy's yeah. listening or gal. But no, th- things are going good. We really appreciate it. Please, uh, you know, keep keep sharing. We're putting out those fun size posts now, make it a little bit easier uh, to tell your friends and family or if you hate us, your enemies. Uh, about us so keep sharing those things it does help a ton please 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 you know if you've been listening every week um you know you're really enjoying the content you know if you if you go to the movies right when you could do that you'd spend we've talked about this some i don't know what 12 13 14 15 bucks on a movie ticket sure right and you're gonna sit there you're gonna get entertained for two hours unless it's a snyder cut and then you get a little more out of it right but so if, if you're listening to the podcast every week you know we're going to give you at least four hours of uh, better than average content if that's worth a, a few bucks uh, to you, then we'd, we'd really appreciate you throwing that our way. We have no $5 tiers. So we're open to accepting those uh, subscriptions. Yeah, right or, now. Or $1, I would imagine. Everybody's like any, gone any, bigger. Any dollar. Home. Every penny counts. Yeah, and uh, fun fact about the, the $1 level on our Patreon. And again, Patreon's patreon.com, and we're Solid 7 Podcast there too. So patreon.com slash Solid 7 Podcast. You can adjust that. You want to do a buck fifty? 
Have at oh, it. Really? It's your world. Oh, I didn't know you did that. We're I just looking at it. Yeah, you can, on, at that level. So you want to do like 15 now? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's pump the brakes here. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I tell you what, guys. I will jump it up to 15 if I get to taser you both. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, 15's no, no. not worth it. Taser and OC. <laughs> So, no, it's not uh, worth it but taser, you know, taser, taser. If, if you're finding some entertainment, if the, if the podcast is for you, we'd really appreciate that support. And it does help us to continue to improve and grow the podcast. Uh, if you do the $5 a month level, you get that bonus content every week we get done. We do some bonus content. We share that right away. So you get to hear what's going on before the podcast drops on Monday mornings. Uh, you go solid 10. Not only do you get that bonus content, but you also get a better than average coffee mug, uh, would be and coming maybe you your get way. invited to guest on the show. Yeah. I'm not against that. Yeah, who, who knows? <laughs> who knows? I feel like that's how I got. We for, might we might screen some of you first. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, for yeah. right now, you'll definitely get thanked on the show. Yes. Uh, but yeah, no, the Patreon support really helps, and we really appreciate that and appreciate our Patreon supporters. Um, real quick, one minute, Chipotle or Moe's? Oh, Chipotle all day, all day. Yes, huh. absolutely. Interesting. Yeah. I I expected you of all people to you know it was so here's the here's the caveat to that. Um, I don't. I don't have a Moe's anywhere near where I live. Mm. Anywhere near. So they're not good enough. Instant, it's, it's exactly right. Yeah. They clearly don't understand franchising like Chipotle does. <laughs> However, um, when I have had Moe's, which has been several times, it's not like I've never had Moe's and I'm chicken Chipotle. Um, I have had Moe's. I, I say the same. I've I, had it enough times to go. This sucks. I, well, I didn't even say that it sucks. It's just like I would. Okay, I yeah, you're right. Chipotle I redact over. the sucks. Yes. I would choose Chipotle over. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad. It's okay. It's good. I mean, it's all right. But I mean, yeah, yeah, Chipotle is better. Man, Chipotle I, I is better. I could literally I, eat Chipotle like every day. Every day for lunch. So, I just thought if anybody... I had it yesterday for lunch. Yeah. I just thought if anybody would appropriately value the bacon offering. See, that and that's the you. thing is the bacon thing gets overused and it's like, oh, oh. yeah, ba- I love bacon. I what love did you say bacon. earlier? You would rather choose a Southwest. Who's going, yeah, I want yeah, bacon yeah. on my Southwest yeah, meal. Exactly. So like I want a Southwestern like bowl, right? I'm not thinking like, oh, let me throw some bacon on this guy. Yes, and, Kale. You know, maybe I'm, I'm a for bacon. I am communist, pro- you know, how dare I say that? But like, right. no, I mean, come on. You want a See, southwestern? I've, I've yet to find a meal I, I didn't want to add bacon to. Yeah, I mean I like bacon too, but man, it's I not think a you're just trying bacon. to Ron Swanson it right now, and with some like yeah. you say um, like that's derogatory. No, you're just being so you're not. Kale. So no, but uh, hit hit up the Patreon. If nothing else, please continue to like and share and rate and review and and follow and subscribe Smash and all those good things. Uh, once again, while they're not giving us a dime yet. This episode of the podcast brought to you by Jocko Go. Absolutely. Get after it. And, uh, you know, it's it's uh, funny. We talked a little bit about uh, crappy energy drinks, but a lot of people are just pounding those things, not realizing oh how bad they gosh, are. Oh, gosh, they're so bad. For and, yeah, it's funny. As I, I, it's when crazy. I bought my, I bought a Jocko after lunch. I usually like to get a Jocko after lunch because, you know, you get that 2, 3 p.m. Yeah. crash, yeah, just yeah, yeah. whatever. So I like to get a Jocko to fight that. I'm in line at Wawa picking up the Jocko. There's a police officer in front of me buying a bang energy drink yep. and i sat there and i judged that individual you should have bought him a jocko dude you, i you thought honestly, about you it you should have you should be like hey man just because i care about you and i support yeah. law enforcement but i want you to have this discipline i though. thought about it but, but no, i chickened put out that, put i chickened out. out i was gonna bring a bang because we talked about uh, about dakota meyer a little bit last week when we yeah. were talking jocko go yeah. because dakota has his own jocko go flavor i thought you were gonna say he had his own bang flavor but, too i'm like oh how dare well, he what we didn't get into is the story behind why obviously uh, dakota uh, a, a Marine, not a former Marine because there's no such thing, but Medal of oh, Honor winning out. Marine. Um, and uh, 
But so he's befriended Jocko. They kind of live in that same space. They're they're known prior service guys. But he was pounding bangs as like I think a lot of yeah. guys that come out of the service come yeah. out just hammering energy oh, drinks yeah. of one type well, or another. The thing is, global war on terrorism ran so on rippets. You right? find now, like, come on, bang! Don't sue me. A, there's nothing at the end of that rainbow. So good luck to <laughs> you. Yeah, you can right. come take. And my, to be fair, I actually like bangs quite a bit. Um, Never had, but, one. but discipline goes to hear far to hear Dakota tell it like he was. Like hammering, just yeah. bang, I mean, just like heart's getting ready to explode. The, the, just like drinking the drinking them. version of chain smoking yeah. bangs, yeah. and he ended up with rhabdo. So like wow. his muscles, yeah, no, that's ex- a real thing. He too. and he, yeah. yeah. So going back to a police academy story, um, they uh, the academy that I went to now bans those. You are yeah. you if you are caught drinking them, you will be disciplined. Yeah, because Dang. they had the same thing. I've never rhabdo. had a bang. So I want to be very very clear. Uh, liability attorneys out there that I am not saying that other energy drinks will cause rhabdo and you certainly yeah, shouldn't yeah. overconsume any well, of them. Yeah, and that's true. I am saying yeah. that Dakota Meyer says that yes. <laughs> consuming all those bangs. So rhabdo is short for rhabdomyosis and you see it a lot actually with cross, well, not cross a lot, fitters. but it yeah. happens with CrossFitters, well, but your muscles, type of exercise. your muscles like, like explode, like the muscle yeah. tissue breaks down and it's toxic in your like blood supply. is right. crazy. And he, Dakota well, says it was on those what bangs. what it is, is it's like, you're you are dehydrating your body to the extreme, yeah, and fo- also simultaneously fooling it to thinking it has tons of energy that it doesn't yeah. have. So it's be- you're creating a perfect storm. And again, don't don't sue these guys. I'm saying it, not them. And also, I don't have any money, so whatever. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but you're just creating this perfect storm yeah. where basically you will die. Yeah, you but may, and you may die, but and, you won't die if you drink discipline. Yeah, well, and hey, 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 don't overconsume anything. Yeah, that's true. Don't overconsume Balance. anything. Balance, Jocko. But appreciate that. He jo- said he's going to come out because he it's says dichotomy. even too much of Jocko goes is probably too much caffeine. Yeah. If you're well, I mean, that's the thing. Ninety-five, ninety. Milligrams. It's like a cup of coffee. Oh, so the man, average, en- the tonight. average energy drinks like four hundred though. Yeah. So like, if you like bangs, like this is this is what's three a quarter and a, a your average bang has three. Yeah. Three hundred. Jeez. So yeah. this this is only ninety. So it's it's, it's only ninety. So it's not jittery. They pasteurize it, so there's yeah. no preservatives in yeah. it. Like it's natural stuff. You can actually read the label. Yeah. There's some stuff to kind of boost your mental capacity. It get yourself a Jocko Go. I'm telling you, and just I, do it. What are you waiting for? And it's cheaper than a Red Bull at Wawa, by the way. Yeah, which you know, to be honest with that that that's a big deal because yeah. the cost. I'm a sucker for that. They give me. I actually I I always buy like the ninety nine cents like El Cheapo ones because I'm a I'm a cheap guy and. I don't really care that much. I mean, whatever. But anyway, going back to the discipline go, um, there's a powdered form of this. And I was yeah, saying right. this earlier is uh, it's all got nootropics and healthy things. I give it to my son before his baseball games. Yeah. It helps him focus. Because anybody who's ever watched a baseball game is there is long stretches of standing around. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really help. You know, there's a seven, eight-year-old kid standing there. Right. They, they can't focus anyway. Yeah. And it's amazing. It's, it is a noticeable difference. The kid can make it through almost a whole game, you know, yeah. and not lose his focus at all. Well, so, so check out Jocko it. Go. It's available it at uh, Wawa, the Vitamin Shop, Amazon, or from Origin USA. OriginMain.com. Origin, USA. Origin, Origin, USA. Origin, 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 Origin USA now. Oh, well, OriginMain.com cool. will still get you there. We're just, just saying Origin will probably come that. up and Google. But uh, actually makers of all kinds of cool stuff. They're yes. doing a ton of yep. their, I mean, their goal is to bring manufacturing back to America yes. and it's some cool stuff. I want to buy a pair of their jeans, but I'm not that rich. Yeah. Yeah. But they're, I mean, they're making clothing and they're doing it all in America. It's with 
uh, American, like even suppliers, yeah. like the clothing they're making, it's yeah. American cotton on American shtick. looms. It's like uh, from the fields to the to the warehouse or something. Yeah. From your fields to your pants. So, and they make a lot of great something yeah. like the Jocko Goes, not just it. They're making a killer yeah. protein product yeah. and yep. uh, vitamin D that we've been using throughout COVID in, in my household mm-hmm. and uh, some joint supplements and yeah. krill oil. So go visit originmain.com. I don't know how you would do this, but tell them we sent you. We have oh, no man. code. They are not an advertiser. No, we just should be, though. Love we just want to be friends with them. That's yeah, all we want. Yes. Frankly, I feel like I buy so many supplements from Origin Labs, like I should be getting a discount more well, than the subscription That was service. my tagline last week is they're not sponsoring us, but we're, we're, definitely, we're, definitely, we're definitely sponsoring, sponsoring them, them. No doubt. And I just feel like... Yeah, I, I just feel like if we keep this up at some point, they'll just give us money for pity. Yeah, right. Like, or, or they'll pay you to stop talking about yeah. it. <laughs> so, Please stop talking and, about it. And this. really, it's just yet another pathway to my stated primary goal for the podcast, you know, which is for me to befriend Jocko and not talk to any of you ever again. Well, that, Oh, man, That's I was going to say, if you get him on the podcast, please invite me back. Cause I would Technically, I was closer to being his friend than you were because I applied to work for them and uh, nothing happened. You applied to work for for Echelon Front, yeah. Echelon they were they were looking for openings really? a little bit ago. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And I thought, let me just throw out a, a resume. And I thought, yeah, eh, why not? Why not? I, it was a little try. back and forth, but uh, they've moved yeah. on, hmm. as is with all things. Yeah. So. so I was a little bit closer to being Jocko's friend than you. So oh snap! Stats nerd that I am, I'm gonna be interested to see like when people fall off of this podcast. Uh, should we drop the secret word now? If you're still listening, if they're still listening. Somewhere on either the social media or email, you need to send us the word. He's just saying platypus. I keep saying platypus. Nobody's listening to me. I mean, I was going to go. My son's all about Phineas and Ferb right now, so that's yeah. like. I was going to go like aliens, but whatever. Oh, aliens. Alien, alien platypus. That's what you sent. If you're still alien listening right platypus. now. You, or if you know us personally, as most of you do, t- text us. But alien yeah. platypus. Let's see who's still listening. Yeah. Dude, thanks so much for coming. Thanks Absolutely. for driving thanks out for here. Me. We didn't even get into like. You're like you're just down to do tough stuff with friends. Yeah, man. So next yeah. next podcast, it's, there's funny stories. I know you, we were hinting at them earlier, and Josh was yeah. like, "What do you do? Cool yeah. story, bro." No, we, right. we they are actually but, really. I think they're cool stories. The yeah. Kale's got some real funny stories. I don't care about his. Oh my gosh! I'd like to hear your war stories. I'd no. like to hear your oh, yeah, yeah, crazy yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. workout, ruck, yeah, traveling, yeah, hiking so, stories. That's all no. Kale, man. I actually I don't do most of that stuff. He got me into it. Oh, and right, okay. I I just I got into it because I have he, a ruck right over there, and I'm kind of. Two yeah. percent mainly with that. You so. should, yay! You should come but rocking. No. Thanks for of, coming out, man. We tons of fun. Yeah, super nerdy in the best possible ways. It. We'd Hashtag love to have you back gasm. if you love to have you back if you have us. Thank, yeah. We we thank all our our Patreon supporters. And we do appreciate them, but for real, like we hadn't even recorded episode one, and Mike was was on the Patreon on supporter. Right. Like I had talked to him about it, and he he, hey man, if this is what you're doing, I I support it. Um, I'm Respect. in. So. That's yeah, right. it's a it's a big deal. And uh I love That's right. I love you, man. I love you too, brother. So listeners, we love you. Thanks for sticking with us. If you can still hear my voice right now. And Alien, uh, pa- Alien Platypus. Patreon Alien supporters. Platypus. We'll talk to you in a couple of minutes and everybody else. We'll see you next week. Sayonara. Bye. Bye. Bye.